You guys know what I love about the scuttlebutt. Like, all I gotta do is, like, say, give me a beer. And they don't ever ask, like, what beer I want. They just, like, know what I want. It's like a cool movie thing. Like, I just say, like, give me a beer. And they give me Are a we? beer. It's like a magical we thing here. Like, how do they... We yeah, you can read your place. mind down here, you know? You could always say uh, three beers for the three of us rather than just one for yourself well, every I'm time, though. Drinking, I'm drinking one while I'm waiting on the three. We're never going to get that's, here. That's the tax of me walking the four feet over here. I think well, I'm, I'm sick of paradise. Shut up. I, 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 there's sand. No, you are addicted to drama, bro, and that's the problem. It's like down here, it's like so chill and vibe. Also, okay. take your. I think you're confused. Just take your hand out of the little ashtray thing over there. You got. That's the saying issue. Yeah, this place is fucking cool, man. They it hasn't rained since that hurricane. They've loosened the machete laws. I can now carry my machete in here, and uh, we're still allowed to smoke. I don't even sunburn anymore. Pretty awesome. Look at these two dudes over here. Fucking lightened up Cubans, probably. Oh hey, how you boys doing? Oh. Hey, yeah. my partner and I—we noticed you from across the bar. Uh -oh. <laughs> we, well, we we're just—we're well, just down in Florida. Now, hold on, have hold on. Drinks. We just want to ask you a couple questions. You might be interested in what we have to say. Uh, let me put this banjo away. I may have given you a wrong impression from the get-go, but we're just I a couple of. Why did you even have that? Uh, you know. uh... It's 3D printed uh, oh. by my friend. I was just trying to show it off. You were hoping that the band would ask you to jump in, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pretty good on it. But they I, do play Freebird every night. So I get it. Because we've been here. And that's forever. that's the it. one song I learned on, on the band. I was a new kid in a new neighborhood before. You know, I walked around with a football. I get it. I get it. Listen, listen, fellas. My partner and I... We got a we got a little thing going. You all might be interested in. How would y'all feel about uh, taking a look at some uh, exotic pets? Yeah, what do you mean by take a look? Okay, like a. Cron already got bit by a python like two weeks ago. Yeah, dude, but the fucking python bite made me stronger than before. I don't. You were throwing up for two days. I've absorbed it, dude. How are you less slimy? Who me? Yeah. Have you been shedding your skin? Is that why? Uh huh. Yeah, I've I got a new scales okay. on your that's feet. That's a new. Mm -hmm. That's a dude. Fucking call up Neutrogena, dude. You might be on a fucking. The only shit that bothers me now is when people move around while they're playing flutes. I fucking hate it. Listen, guys, what we're talking about here, you ain't gonna find in no pet store. I guarantee you that. Shit. We're talking that. about some real crazy shit. You fellas look like the right types. That sounds hardcore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. We we could get you a gator if you need a gator. Yeah. Oh, mongoose if you got python problems. No. Hell yeah. Get that mongoose away from me. I'll take I'll take two of those. Uh, yeah. Let's get some mongoose. Uh, uh, plural. Uh, I do have two mongoose. Mongoose. Uh, mongoose. I think. Mongoose. Uh oh. That's what I thought. I just didn't say anything. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, boys. Yeah, where we, is you got a, a wagon listen, or something? Like, what are we? We, where are we, going? we parked around by the hotel. We, we, come if you want to take a look. Let me just describe it to you, and you let me know if anything catches your ear. 
Okay. Yeah. I'd rather. I'd rather not leave the bar. <laughs> All right. All right. You, you, just you don't want to come into our boat. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it at the scut butt. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What if I what if I could offer you fellas something nobody else has, and I mean nobody. Also, thank you for being discreet. <laughs> oh, d- did you hear me? I said. Uh, <laughs> everyone is looking at us right now, so I can speak up if you need me to. Okay. All right. What we're talking about here is something you ain't never seen and nobody's seen. What we got is uh, I'm I'm back from the boat with the oh. red wider. I was about to tell him about the special package. Oh, yeah, he's... he's, I mean, uh, yeah, the animal. Yeah. It's right in here. It's like a... Did he just wink? How would you... Well, I would describe it as a... I didn't want to be rude if it was like a tick, you know? I still think these guys are trying to hook up with us, to be honest. I mean... (laughs) Feel them out, okay? Listen, I'm just going to come out with it. What we got is like a wolf boy. He's like a little wolf kid. You guys think that's cool? If not, he is not a wolf boy. He is a wait dog. So, uh, how much wolf? How much boy? Exactly what I was going to ask. We're talking a fifty-fifty split. Most. I don't understand the question. To be honest with you, he's a wolf boy. Are we talking boy raised by wolves? Are we talking uh, at the wolf least that is at the least he's a boy raised by wolves? Okay, okay, so okay. Is the top half boy and the bottom half wolf? Yeah, but he's shaggy as hell. <laughs> am I gonna am I gonna have to pick up shit? Absolutely. Or or he's always it the, leave it on the sand. But he's a great hunter. We should. You know what? We should tell these guys about the ashtrays that they got here full of sand. You could just put mm-hmm. that right underneath the wet wolf boy's keister. Yeah. So you're you're wanting to, to purchase this? Who? You. No, I'm giving them idea. I have no I can see in his eyes. He's I gonna have buy no it. interest in a wolf boy. Canonically, I'm a werewolf. What would I need? I'm not taking on this burden. This ain't, You didn't lose a kid, did you? Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> All right. You don't we have, have a... You don't have a paternal instinct, I, uh, a need hey, for a pack. Fuck. I might need to call somebody. Hold on. I do see you lifting your leg like, at the bar. Yeah, I need to go make a phone call, guys. Sorry. You did come down here on vacation. He went to uh, go he, make a phone call. Let's just be, um, let's get right down to it. This is just some kid you tape a bunch of husky fur to, isn't it? Uh, I won't admit to it. See, I knew it, Dan. <laughs> So it's an actual kid. When it dreams never come true, Dan. That's I've told you that um, a thousand times. Gentlemen, I think that phone call he's making might be to some authority figures. Well, in the meantime, we could just meet up for some group sex if, if you'd rather. Uh, I knew it. I fucking knew <laughs> you it. That one. You called that one. It's mostly um, black lab fur, but uh, it does make me very interested in sex with Give us about three hours. I mean, we'll see how shit-faced we are. It's Mr. Florida. These staples hurt. Mr. Oh, Wolf boy. Ow. Hey, sh- sh- shut him up. There's All a right. staple in my bottom. 
Wolf oh. boys. Wolf oh. boys making me bummed out, dude. Yeah, dude, this is kind of depressing. Oh. Um, guys, we're gonna have to pass. Okay. Well, the sex thing, maybe. I don't. Let wanna, me know. I don't want to pass altogether, but let's at least give it some time. I'd say the five of us we sit down. I'll watch a few episodes of this here TV show together. It hurts for me to sit. Ooh. You can pet him if you want. I don't want to touch him. Oh, that's kind of soft. Why is he gooey? Wag your tail like a tatcha. All right. We'll think about it. I'm going to put on this TV show here at the Scuttlebutt Bars TVs. It's Thunder in Paradise. Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Day Rentals Podcast. This is the video store podcast where each week we normally take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun, non-genre-specific category. But every now and again, we take ourselves a break from watching irrelevant movies so we can watch irrelevant TV shows from the 90s. It's another one of those beautiful, beautiful episodes. It's Thunder in Paradise week. I will be one third of your host. I am Cron Howard, joined as always by my two, uh, 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 just classic real wolf boys, Bones and Laundry Dan. How are you Hell doing? Hell yeah. Sup, dude? Howdy. Howdy, Cron. Howdy, Bones. Did you guys do anything, uh, beachy this week? Uh, parrot headed up, bro, last weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah, Dan. Refreshed. Dan went to Margaritaville. I did. What'd you Great drink time. over there? Uh, five o'clock somewheres. You don't need much. I'll, I'll tell you that. What's in that? What's the alcohol? Uh, that is rum. That is tequila. That is some other alcohol and a splash of passion fruit, I believe. You fucking parrot head. Got fucked up, killer. Got fucked up. Guys, we are also joined by two, not one, but two beautiful co-hosts this week. Uh, the first is a man who apparently didn't learn his lesson from the first time we asked him to come on and talk about Thunder in Paradise, because he's back for more. Uh, one half of the coast, one half of the host of Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink is Dustin Kreft. DK, how are you? Oh, I'm so great. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Always a delight. And guys, we are also joined for this very special occasion by the man who is responsible for this entire series to begin with. It's Garrett. Garrett, how are you doing? 
I'm doing great. I'm sorry, or you're welcome. Thank you. Do not apologize. Cool. Do not apologize. This was a dream that I had while having COVID and talking about No Holds Barred, and it is being fulfilled. Are the we pan- missed? The pandemic was good for something. Let me say that. So we we know this, Thunder in Paradise. We know uh, No Holds Barred. What was the one that we watched all together? Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando and oh, Mr. Yeah. Nanny. Are we missing any of the... the Let's Hulk? not talk about them. Okay, fine. The Three Ninjas one. Yeah, yeah Three Ninjas 3. With, oh, is uh, it Theme Park? Showdown. Powerball Mountain. High Noon at <laughs> something mountain. Yep. I'm really surprised Three Ninjas didn't come up in the first season of the show. I don't know. But thank God we're going to have a second one. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. You guys know in Three Ninjas where uh, Rocky has to spray paint his mask? And then he then he looks fucking cool as hell. That's your that, favorite part? Is that where you learned it? Yeah. That's that's probably what got me on the spray paint in the first place. I always <laughs> loved it in Three Ninjas that they were three American white boys with a Japanese grandfather. I just knew that Rocky loved Emily. Yeah. My favorite part is the diarrhea scene. I don't remember that. It's been they, so long. Isn't uh, there's like a guy guarding them, like an enemy agent, and they give they give him something that makes him have horrible diarrhea. Or I made that up. I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to watch it to find out. There's kind of a big guy with like a blue tank top on. Is I don't know if it's that. I had the VHS when I was there. I don't remember the diarrhea scene either. I think there's really a diarrhea scene. Yeah. I stand by this. Was this before Mission Impossible? Did De Palma rip off Three Ninjas for the Langley I, heist scene? I hope so. Hell yeah. What were you going to say, Garrett? Yeah. Oh, I think Dustin might have just unlocked a trauma with his diarrhea scene. <laughs> Maybe. This, Do you think you went to the movie theater and got diarrhea during Three Ninjas? Was, t- was Tum Tum at Blockbuster <laughs> trying to check out, and then he had diarrhea? Tom, ta Tom, Tom. I thought you were going to say, did I have diarrhea last week when I took my daughter to see The Little Mermaid in theaters? <laughs> Did you? Did, did you? That's a real specific question. I don't know if I feel comfortable answering it. <laughs> Let's okay. open that book. <laughs> Sounds like the jury's still out. Oh. Did you poop under the seat? Or, under uh, the seat? No, he did all over the seat. <laughs> and make it in time. Let's just say that I missed 45 minutes of the movie. Jeez. It was food poisoning, guys. Let's talk about it. Sure. All, all together or sp- spread oh, out? Oh, I had to get up movie. and leave multiple times. And I know people want to hear about this. You're on the, is the, this is, this is the show for that. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Is I mean, this we, could, we could do two hours review? on this. Yeah. yeah. Technically, kind of shitty. You can't, uh, you can't log that on Letterboxd. And it wasn't a log either. No. <laughs> that is a good point. Did you log the movie on Letterboxd? No, I didn't, out of respect okay. for the process. We appreciate that. You didn't. And for film. You didn't complete the movie, so you don't get to count it. Mm-hmm. You fucking cinephile, you. <laughs> At what point would you call it like this is ineligible? 
I would think if you could, like, one P, you could still count the movie. 30 minutes. Even two Ps. 30 minutes. That's a third of some movies. I think two Ps is is acceptable. Yeah, two Ps is acceptable. If you miss 30 minutes of the movie, you're you're not going to count it? That's a lot of no. You can't miss thirty minutes and count it. If it's yeah, a net, if it's a much. Netflix and chill, you can count it. <laughs> if I got <laughs> diarrhea, it's not a chill night. Like, no, no. Netflix and spill. <laughs> Wait, you can count it if it's Netflix and chill night. Yeah. If you so start like making out halfway through the movie. Yeah, that's just the <laughs> like you remember that like yeah fucking. You don't remember the movie. You remember put that up on the out. board, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, you Try. have to include it in your uh, in your review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should at least add like an asterisk. Like if yeah, if it was that good of a movie, you wouldn't be chilling, right? <laughs> shit, is that the Wolf Boy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. I, damn! I told him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody who watches and logs a Netflix and chill. And they did it that night. Should have to put like the lips emoji or something like the kiss emoji on their review. Surely it's the eggplant. That's graphic, bro. Yeah, that's true. I think they should have to wear an A on their chest <laughs> the rest of their life. <laughs> Scarlet letterbox. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the first movie my wife and I made out to was Fanny and Alexander. What I can't the- remember which cut. Uh, Ingmar Bergman, 1982, (laughs) French. (laughs) And she married you? Yeah, she did. And we, to this day, have not finished. What movie did you have the worst diarrhea during? You guys are still making out, or you never (laughs) finished the movie? I think it was Star Trek First Contact was the worst diarrhea. Thank you. Theater? It was a sleepover. No, it was after, so I had seen it already, and it had just come out on VHS. And so we rented it. I was at my friend's house in Chama, New Mexico, and staying the night. Didn't know any other family member but the friend. Shit myself. <laughs> in, like, my sleep. Like, wakes you up. And it's just like, I'm in a foreign land. I have just shit my pants. We, we may have even had, like, a pallet on the floor where, like, he's next to me. And I'm like, <laughs> I, just, I, have to, I have to resolve this. And that was uh, was a mission. <laughs> did you did you like sneak away and take care of it, and then come back and be like, "Dude, you shit all over the floor." <laughs> I wish I can only no, imagine think... you like exorcist crab walked away to keep, <laughs> right. it, to keep it in place. <laughs> oh, there was there was a long hallway, but no, I think I was in the bathroom and I did my best and was like, "What do I do? Do I just go out with no pants?" Do I go find pants and then just not have underwear anymore? I honestly can't even remember. You should have just shit on him and been like, what'd you do? (laughs) We're in this together now. (laughs) True friends. It's better than Blood Brothers, dude. You like stage it to where your butts are touching and you're like, pretend to wake up. (laughs) What, the fuck, what dude? did you do? Damn it. I needed that back then. All right, guys. We're not here to talk about Star Trek burst movies. content or contact. There we go. I was Burst like, contact. 
Wonderful. Do you think the best movie to get diary in would be Hollow Man? Because it would describe how you felt. (laughs) Hollow Man. Fitting. Yep. A Man Apart. (laughs) A good one, too. (laughs) Fanny and Alexander. (laughs) Fanny and Alexander. Yep. All right, guys, we're not here to talk about liquid shit during the movies. We are here to talk about uh, liquid shit as a TV show. Harsh. It's Thunder in Paradise. Uh, DK, I can't... What episodes were you here for? Was it... It was... I don't remember the numbers. Was it three, three four, and three, five? Three, four, five, I think. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, have you kept up with... Yes. With the storyline, are you? Yes, uh, you're. You're at fourteen through sixteen. I'm in this with you guys for wow. real. And Garrett, I, I can only guess, but I, I would imagine that you have also watched the entire series up to episodes fourteen through sixteen. I'm up to sixteen, but yeah, I haven't gone further. Wow, I that there's whatever episodes make up the third movie I've seen. There's another two parter that'll come up. Yeah. 1718 maybe? That might be next. Yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, it's I soon. think it's the it's the end, isn't it? Isn't it the 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 last one's a two-parter? That well, two-parter is the video game. Ah. Oh my god. Dang it. That's maybe a spoiler. We can yeah, put that I didn't want uh, to. How let's is it, get, how is it a video? Game? You'll find out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two minds were just blown. Uh, <laughs> so 17 and 18 are the next the the last movie and then there's 1920 22 yeah but i think it's just the the, like the last two are another two-parter but they weren't released as a as an actual movie i think that's how i thought there was 22 episodes right yeah so but 21 and 22 are like i can't remember the name of it but it's like part one and part two but they were not released as a theatrical movie or direct-to-video movie Interesting as hell. So close. Um, before we get into the middle episode, um, was I the only one that went back and checked their file and made sure, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, No, I did the same thing. Okay. Yeah. But I guess it's, I mean, it is, like, different enough at the beginning that, because <clears throat> they filmed, I don't, they did, like... <laughs> one sixth of the work and then just kind of filled in the gaps around it except for some very important ones that they could have easily reshot mm-hmm. we'll get there what okay, a weird okay. show it's, i have some questions yeah all right guys this is thunder in paradise episode 14 entitled plunder in paradise uh we open up on spence teaching some blonde cutie how to paddle a a paddleboard, which really just consists of them moving an oar left to right. And the yeah, whole time, she, she, she never like, comes back. She's like, I don't think I got it. This was their Netflix and chill back then. Mm-hmm. Did they miss an I, opportunity bringing back the blonde from the pilot? The one that was jealous that he was marrying uh, Megan? I almost wondered if it was but it's not right i don't think so 
I almost thought she was also a scuttlebutt waitress, and I don't think she is. Would you have recognized her bones if it was the woman from episode one? I don't know. I'm kind of kind of a Megan man, so it's tough. Get in line, dude. I'm trying to think of the assistant's name, but I can't. Although, I, can't. I think Trelawney might be my favorite, and it's such a bummer oh, that she's... Shit, we didn't have her. Nope. I didn't even notice that. And it's a bummer because we still get what's-his-name in the credits, and he's not in either or any of these either. McNee? Oh, yeah. I just watched The Howling. He is so in that. I started that the other night. Did you get diarrhea? Or you got diarrhea? You I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I got tired. All right. Suddenly, Jess comes barging in. She's home from camp. Uh, Jess asks, what happened You know, while I was away? Spin starts uh, kind of spinning off this whole crazy story. He's like, oh, there are these pirates. There are these French guys that showed up. Uh, it's just a whole, you know, crazy kind of story he starts out with. And we quickly jump into that story. Uh, it's a all- classic Princess Bride setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these fancy ladies, they went out on a boat to buy some expensive jewelry. <laughs> Already a plausible setup. You guys didn't buy your wife's wedding ring on a random boat? I absolutely did. Yeah, me too. Uh, I buy a lot of stuff out in international waters, so. <laughs> Suddenly a bunch of, uh, it, dude, it's international waters. I'm not going to say that shit. If I'm taking the boat all the way out there, I clearly don't want people to know what it is. What's your address? You can tell when fucking Dan's evil mind is just fucking working overtime. <laughs> it's just de- just debating, like, do I sink this whole fucking show right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> suddenly, a bunch of, suddenly a bunch of pirates storm onto the boat. They find a lockbox, take all the jewelry and money. Sorry, did you guys catch the ADR line of the dude piloting the boat on the cell phone, calling the Mercedes dealership? You got red? You got that new Mercedes? What color you got? Red? Sounds good to me. Oh, that's a cool (laughs) color, too. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they all bought brand new necklaces to get yanked off by pirates. Mm -hmm. That's my Every Every single one gets a great reaction shot as she's... Yeah, uh, uh, and all the uh, interspliced like pirate ADR. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. The uh, boat they're... boat seemed kind of small for a guy that rich. Yeah, you know, seemed like a rental. He he's flaunting that. I'm expecting like a Bezos style yacht. That's just your jewelry dealing boat, though. I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. You can't get away from the cops that fast in a yacht. Yeah, point. they're going. They're going back to the yacht. That was just for the shopping trip. I think. Oh, okay, okay. The yacht isn't in international waters. It's like right on it, so they had to. Excellent point, Dan. That way, you can call for help. Like it has protection, but you take the you take the little guy out. Smart. I might have an international jewelry ring from you know. I don't know. Jewelry necklaces, too. You've got the shirt. (laughs) I do grills as well. 
Who are you, uh, Howard from Uncut Gems? <laughs> I think Brew needs a grill. That's what. That's all he was missing. Oh, then he'd be he truly the worst character of all time. <laughs> you mean you mean like a Weber? Blackstone? Yeah. Mangrate? Yeah, yeah. Blackstone's a griddle. Not yeah, a griddle. I know. And I use it all the time because I won it from a local realtor at a parade. Did you really? <laughs> yes, this is real. <laughs> and I had to go pick it up in one town over and I was annoyed as hell because I had to borrow a bigger truck. How, was it like the 36er? or? It's a huge. It's huge. It was like... I think retail was like seven hundred dollars. Nice. How'd you win it from him? Did That's you, worth my wife, up. my wife signed me up. I didn't even want this. When I found out I won, I was pissed. I thought you like challenged him to a dance off or something. No, <laughs> no, it was thrust upon me. Do you use it? Do you like it? It's great. It's great. <laughs> It's kind of cool that that's like your devil went down to Georgia story. That <laughs> <laughs> you won a Blackstone off of a, a local realtor. Evil realtor, yeah. And he's pissed. <laughs> <sighs> and he is kind of the devil because he, you know, he made it really difficult for you to get it and everything. Yeah. So he was a real asshole. <laughs> They have, probably. A, they have a, 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 a location in my town. They could, he knew I won. He knew where I lived. He asked me on the phone. He could have had it brought here. Instead, no. You got to well, drive it's like 30 minutes. It's like when you get the parking ticket on the highway. They're like, you're not coming out to court. He's like, this motherfucker's not going <laughs> I got a free grill. That's probably what he thought. He shut up. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> when I walked into the back room, this is true. They hurriedly... I don't think they thought I was coming. It was far after hours. And they were hurriedly shoving bottles of booze back into a, a cabinet. <laughs> was that a big sell that night? They were about to fucking fire up that grill, dude. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Now I'm going to have to get a Blackstone. It Fuck. kicks ass. It's the best grill I've ever had. I've been going back and forth. <clears throat> Let me tell you. It's great. I've been looking at him too, Dean. Get the cover, though. Get get the cover for it. Oh, yeah, I'm in the cover. All right, Brew and Spence, they were out on Thunder when all this uh, mayhem was going on. They got a mayday call. Uh, They speed off to investigate, thinking that it might be the pirates who have been hitting these waters lately. Pirates start zip-tying everyone on board, but see uh, Brew and Spence approaching take a couple women as hostages and get the hell out of there. Brew and Spence are in hot pursuit. The pirates throw the women overboard. Uh, Hulk yells out, disengage battle cloak. <laughs> we see some, like, panels move off of thunder. They just, yeah, they put that footage in reverse. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. That's about as cool as the Batmobile getting shields up. Eighty-nine, Shields. intimidation mode. Mm, I think that's a little cooler. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Brew and Spence swim out to rescue these women, but the pirates start coming back. We cut over to some guy named Billy Cypress. He's a Native American terrible actor. <laughs> no. You know? Do you recognize this guy? 
from anything else? Billy? Yeah. No, I do not. Um, Fargo, the Fargo TV show. And it, did you guys watch Westworld? I forget the character's name, but he's got the best episode of Westworld. He what plays one of the... of Fargo is he in? The second season. He is like... Uh, oh, he's like the... Is it... Is there, what's her name? Is it Gene Triplehorn? dude? Not Gene Triplehorn. He's like... Never mind. He's in fucking... In the lore of Fargo... He's the assassin guy, right? I don't remember, but he... Apparently, he is also... His character's in the first season as somebody else. Like, he had his face... Don't don't worry about it. I Unclear. But the guy's actually a good actor. He's just working with raw material here. And by that, I mean Kelly about the skinny dip. <laughs> I'm on nitro, brother, not raw. Uh, we do see Billy Cypress. He's a Native American man. Uh, he's gone out into the woods to kind of uh, like bury his grandfather's medicine bundle. Uh, after some time searching for the right spot, he gets tired. He decides he's going to go swim in kind of a little pond. Crab, uh, did you get excited when you thought maybe he was trying to bury a puppet? Yeah. <laughs> you know I did. <laughs> if yeah. He, if it would have cut to him next to a, a two-foot shallow grave, I would have been <laughs> ecstatic. Over the moon. <laughs> what if he buried a puppet and the puppet comes to life and takes over Bruce's role, and then it's Hulk and a reanimated puppet for the rest of them. The show would still be on the air. Yeah. With new episodes. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I would have been so excited to finish I'm, this I'm series. De- deleting all of this, and Garrett, you and I are writing this. <laughs> Clear the next six months. I'm game. So yeah. you're going to go in and pitch a redo of episode 17 through 22 of Thunder in Paradise. We're doing shot for shot all of Thunder in Paradise, but Brew is a puppet. Okay. Blank check. Here you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. What if they did a Drew, also, Drew Carey type thing? You know, when they used to do like oh, the yeah. um, mistake episodes and they acted it all out with puppets. I thought you were going to say, what if Drew Carey was Brew? And I was like, eh, I'd watch that too. Brew Carey. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what were we going to say, Garrett? Uh, oh, I just like that uh, no detail is is spared at his young daughter's expense. So, yeah, you know, Kelly goes skinny dipping all the time. Mm-hmm. Happened to run into this boy that was also skinny dipping. Very important part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a mature young girl. She's she got it going. She's seen some shit. She knew what was going on with the paddle instruction. She was like, yeah, you don't need to tell me about that, Dad. <laughs> you need to get laid, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, carrying it in your shoulders, I can <laughs> tell. Billy starts getting ready to skinny dip, uh, but wouldn't you know it, he gets interrupted by Kelly, who's out there to do the exact same thing. Kelly sees Billy and she blurts out, uh, this is private property. I could have you arrested. She seems interested, though, right? 
she falls in love so quick, dude. Yeah. You know Kelly. She's, yeah. Yeah, but it goes the opposite way. I'm like... Kelly has experienced love at first sight 58 times in her life. <laughs> and it always ends in a kidnapping. She's got an artist's heart, dude. Mm-hmm. We've only seen her sculpt once, but she's an artist. True. Kron, if you could pick one character to sculpt, who would it be on this show? Megan. Nobody knows who that is. I know who it is. <laughs> She's important to me, damn it. <laughs> I'd do Hulk, because I, I just want to see what that hog looks like. Oh, wait. Patrick McNee for me. <laughs> that's so much. That's so much clay, though, Dan. <laughs> I know. Do you think on Hulk, like his pubes are like his head hair? <laughs> we already talked. It's like about a this. pubic skullet. <laughs> yeah, We've, we talked about this in No Holds Barred episode. Okay. Well, so I'm still wondering. So is the a killer p- bit then, dude. I forget. Works? I had COVID. So the the top is like all smooth, and then his testicles have like even longer hair. No, I guess I, I guess I picture it like the. Like a, above the actual hog is really short blonde hair, and then on the sides it's really long blonde hair. The skullet, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about like his head, and then at the on the, well, I guess if he was circumcised, he would have the hair. <laughs> what if you transplanted his mustache? Like, what if you uh, arranged it down there to where it was the mustache around the hog, just around the sides? Well, I want he I want it blonde, and then I want the underneath to still be. Pitch black. And I wanted to, I wanted to, to spray it on, like when he was Hollywood Hogan, like on the underneath. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But See, I really require that the testicle hair is all cut at the same line, so when it lays flat, you know, it's like it. the The ball hair might be like the follicle might be higher up on the sack, but where it's cut is even to lower hairs. Does that make sense? Do you think I it, want, does it have sunglasses and a bandana? Could if he's safe, he's being safe. If it's a dick pic, it better. I want the opposite for Jim the Anvil. I want just a pointy beard (laughs) down to his knee. I uh got in an argument last night with the neighbor because she told me that Bret Hart was dead. (laughs) I was like, That's not true. She's like, Yeah, he died. And I'm like, That's Owen. No, he didn't. I said, That's Owen. Who fell, and I was, I was also his uncle Jim also fell and died, or maybe it was a cousin. This whole conversation, Kron's just been fantasizing about Doink's pubic <laughs> situation, mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay. a video, like in a video game where you can create your character, but it's just dicks, and he's just customizing. Yeah. He's hitting random. Well, now you get a clown nose. <laughs> That big green that that would hair. be number one on Steam for ten years. Yeah, uh, cock simulator. God damn it! All right, I'm deleting this too. Lex Luger is just a big, thick, flexed, veiny <laughs> monster. Arm. What's the Undertaker? It's got the gray glove on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Necktie hanging down. <laughs> Oh, no, I can do this all night, I think. 
Omicron. Kevin the right, the right I Show. The Legion, of Doom, the Legion of Doom would be insane, dude. By the oh, way, yeah. when I was a kid, I went, what to, a rush. I went to a wrestling event and got the Legion of Doom. They sold the shoulder pads with the spikes. Kids oh, you should have wore it tonight. I, I don't, it's in my parents' basement. I could have gotten it. Garrett is wearing a Starcade shirt. Hell yes. Damn. Hammer. I, I saw Sting last night. I drove back from a wrestling show to come do the podcast. Wow. You saw Hammerhead, you mean? I saw Hammerhead in the flesh. Fuck. What makeup His is His hair he... wasn't blonde, though. It was kind of weird. What makeup is he going with? The old school or the black yeah, and white? Yeah, he... No, he's uh he's like Crow Sting. Okay. Right he's got a sick he's got a sick bomber jacket. Is it Sting, but he's still got the bat. AEW. Yeah. AEW. AEW. Yeah. Is that yep. the one that Darcy always goes to from Yep. Yep. Okay. She's such a sweetheart. She actually liked my tweet of like, I'm going to go see AEW. She's nice. the best. Is she, it's great. Is she like a personality in it or does she just show up? As a fan. She just loves it. Yeah, she just shows up. There has been some uh, crossover. Like, Jericho was on Last Drive-In. And then uh, they always do a charity thing at Christmas. Like an auction. Mm -hmm. And so they put up, like, AEW VIP package. Uh, Joe Bob has, like, a replica belt that he wore. So there's... It's purely just her fandom. Another question. One more. What is the one... Billy Corgan owns or is part owner of. Uh, that is. Oh Does that exist anymore? Yeah, it's still around. I think um, he like folded his into a larger operation at one point. I was reading about this just the other day. Was the <laughs> reasoning think. like real wrestling's too mean or something? Did I read that he said that? And he wanted he wanted his to be like a little gentler. He wanted to go back to like old school grappling. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, all right, guys, where are we? Uh, oh, Billy gets interrupted by Kelly. She says, this is private property. He's like, hey, my ancestors were out here swimming in this pond before your people even arrived. Kelly feels bad now. She meant no offense. Uh, her and Billy get dressed, uh, in opposite directions so they don't look at each other. Uh, and they go to see the wisest man who's sure to know about ancient, ancient Native American burial grounds. Brew. Did you say widest man? Or wise, <laughs> wisest. Oh, okay. Shaman. Yeah. No, it's Brew. They go to see Brew first. Oh, right. That's the wisest man they can think of. <laughs> Brew's checking out the medicine bundle. Uh, suddenly, a Frenchman walks up and inserts himself into the conversation. He tells Kelly, uh, hey, me and By you. Way, I'm calling it right now. This fucking guy's a Highlander. The Frenchman? <laughs> yep. Damn. That's the crossover we needed. Oh, man. When was the Highlander show on? Wasn't it about this time? I think so. Yeah. We we haven't finished the series. Uh, they've already had a Predator show up, so... That's true. The Highlander is next. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Frenchman tells Kelly, uh, me and you should take a look at my rare book collection and see if we can find anything about the burial ground. And Brew's like, look at it, get a load of this bullshit artist. What's then, what's Brew's one-liner when he's going up against the Highlander? There can only be guns, and he fucking shoots the shit out of him. Or then does RJ say that there can only be guns, and he flexes? 
That could. That could. Do they? I must have missed that. Do they ever actually shoot their guns at anybody? Yeah, at the predator. Oh, that's true. <laughs> there is a great one-liner from Brew, where the Frenchman's like, "Are you?" Versed with Le Sabre, and he's all, I drove one for three years. I but. wrote that down, and I wrote <laughs> down the Le Sabre joke is funny. Yes. It's like genuinely joke good. Of the series. I wrote that down. Bruce bringing it in these th- two episodes. Yeah, I think his, his writing's way better. Yeah. Uh, the Frenchman leaves to go see his buddy. He kind of reveals himself to be some kind of, you know, mustache twirling bad guy. He's all like, uh, we'll basically wait for these guys to find the right spot for the medicine bag burial, and then we'll just dig up all the treasures that are there and steal them. And fill the hole with their bones. (laughs) (laughs) He even tells Kelly, oh, yeah, everything here is stolen by other people. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm just so horny. I don't don't care. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm in love already. <laughs> it's been a whole episode since I got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly goes you're out. Not, you're not going to kidnap me, right? Okay, good. Kelly goes to see this Frenchman. Uh, he's showing her all of his treasures. Uh, this is where he's kind of like, hey, guess what? All this shit here is stolen, and I stole it from the guys that stole it. And Kelly's kinda like, Kelly is kind of like, why don't you give it back to the people who... <laughs> who it belongs to and he's like no that'd take too much time it's mine now finders keepers right Mm -hmm. Kelly has a line that says I've never seen anything like this it's like a room with chairs and books (laughs) (laughs) hey with Shakespeare's handwritten notes (laughs) she knows the beach and the scuttlebutt yeah she doesn't know she doesn't know four walls She, she knows sand and alcohol and that's exclusively it all right. I don't know. This, uh, there's another episode. She knows a lot. She shows uh, those those brains off. Mm-hmm. Turns out Brew followed Kelly over to this house. Uh, this guy's goons find Brew. They bring him in, uh, and the Frenchman challenges Brew to a fencing match. He lays out the terms. If I win, I get Kelly. If Brew wins, he gets this shiny dragon medallion. <laughs> Fair trade, if you ask me. These two have a little fencing match. Eventually, Brew wins, and he does get this medallion. Again, I, did anybody else have an issue with the cut? Like, did you? Did I miss something? Because it's like they go to commercial, and then in the, and he's on the boat with the necklace. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they end with him up against the rail. Is that what you're going to say, DK? No, I was going to say this is the this is where Brew. Does a full-on Jim Carrey. He says, nice champagne. What's the vintage? Tuesday. <laughs> Smoking. Maybe he submitted it as like an audition tape. <laughs> He's I thought he was. He didn't get it. He <laughs> was crazy this episode. Back Everything the- he said is a one-liner. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he even gets like. He does like a Indiana Jones. I get punched into the bar booth next to Kelly by yep. the goons. You think episode at the end of thirteen they were like, 
Yeah, it's it's not getting picked up for season two, guys. <laughs> do whatever like, you want. Fuck it. What what do you think the conversation is? Because we've talked about how like Lemon obviously gets a little bit more jacked as the season goes on, and he's got a lot more action. Do you think he was constantly asking like I need more one liners and I need to do action? Like my or, thinking was like he's like oh Hogan wants to leave everyone knows it maybe we keep the show going and it's just me like I can carry this that's interesting a Ted Lasso wait what what oh, okay cool I guess that's a season three thing that's season four. Oh, okay fucking somebody still got Apple TV holy shit okay <laughs> All right, uh, back on the boat, Brew and Billy are analyzing the contents of the medicine pouch on Thunder's spectrometer, which is basically just a plate that spins around. (laughs) Thunder completes its analysis. Brew notices that the fur has a weird smell to it. Uh, He uses Thunder to pinpoint this to a specific island that has a bunch of sulfur deposits on it. Uh, Colgary Island? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff, like the French guy's name, the name of this island. Like, Oh, Lefway? Yeah, I'm like, I can't really make out what they're saying, so. I'm going to say, right, That's... like Cronauer does brilliant notes for our show, but I think the best notes he does is for Thunder in Paradise, because he's just give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Brute, I don't, brute. I try not to pause <laughs> when I'm doing my plot notes for Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Brew does get in a Pepe Le Pew reference. Yep. yep. Early on, too. <laughs> any 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 chance he can ruin the French name? Mm-hmm. I think Brew's definitely justified with his attitude towards his Frenchman. Because he even calls him out like, hey, man, you like we're in the middle of something. And then at one point, the guy starts talking over him and he says, like, you interrupted me. And the guy's like, yes, I did. And continues like <laughs> right that's on. enough for me to like. All right, I'm fucking tracking this guy. I'm, I, 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 I don't suffer fucking. I'm like Hannibal Lecter like that. So I appreciate uh, somebody standing up for manners. Well, and then Brew is also like you're handsome and you're ethnic, and Kelly is fucked. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is her trap. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's literally seen this happen before. So, why do we live Many in Florida? <laughs> uh, Brew gets everyone to bring that girl out to the Midwest. Brew. Brew gets everyone together. There's Spence, Kelly, Brew, and Billy, and they're all out exploring the island together. Uh, we see the Frenchman is out there too. The medallion was some kind of tracker that's led this Frenchman right to our group. How dastardly. Sacre bleu. It worked. My French just comes out like knick-knack. I can't... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Crew, uh, they find this this, big sulfur pool on the island. That's a Bond reference, Kron. Okay. Okay. Just... Yeah, I know. It's a bastard. James James Bond. Mm -hmm. Uh, The man with the golden gun. Mm-hmm. Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. third nipple. Mm. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say your French accent uh, comes out like diarrhea. 
Okay. Yeah. No. Bruce are, you trying to, are you trying to do your own 360? <laughs> yes. Okay. What's a 360? Go ahead, Kron. Okay, they find a sulfur deposit on the island. Billy mentions that uh, skunk apes were known to roam these lands. They continue Where's that on. episode? Well, we're here. We're in it, this Dan. This is it. <laughs> this is the skunk ape episode. Good news. Wasn't that smelly. They continue on when suddenly a skunk ape comes out and attacks Kelly. Brew pulls a giant revolver on it, but Spence stops him. He's like, hey dude, your fly is unzipped. Slowly this ape looks down, takes his head off. He reveals that he's a medicine man that watches this area. This guy asks what these folks are doing out here. Billy says, hey, I gotta bury my grandfather's medicine bundle. Uh, the shaman says, hey, dude. Oh, sorry, his dad, not his grandfather. Uh, your dad left. His bundle isn't welcome here. <laughs> Fucking harsh, dude. What a great premise that they've established, like, being in the in this area, because whatever you want to do, there's an island for that. You want to have a predator? There's an island for it. You want to have some Scottish bad guys? Throw them on a fucking island. Like, it's such a generic... You just drive away from Florida, and you're at your action piece. Like, it's great. The thing I wanted to point out is that when the skunk ape comes out, the sound effects it's making are like the Nazi zombie Nazi sounds from Call of Duty. Is that where they got it? I don't know. They must be some commonly used sound bank sounds or something. I don't know, but they are the same sounds. They have to be. MGM? Is that our connection? I don't know. I would like to know. I would really like to know. Yeah, they've got to have a library. Because you hear James Bond sounds, you hear... That, that... It's it... frustrating about this show is that this is what I'm obsessed about. I want to know... And there's nothing. Shit. There is nothing. And there's nothing. I want to know if Disney is, like, giving notes or... Yeah, you can't use our island for... Wait, what now? <laughs> so I, I'm with you. I don't know. I would love this information. We don't love the voodoo thing, but uh... <laughs> they did the frog and the prince. Princess. Oh, that, yeah, man. Yeah, there you go. It's also '90s Disney, and they don't give a shit. Yeah, they were still trying to figure out what they were at this point. They knew they had there is Walt's frozen head. There is that. But... <laughs> yeah. There is that one episode that's just Aladdin. <laughs> They're just running around. What is that? Four or five or something. But uh, Spin says, "Hey, if this medicine bundle isn't supposed to be here, how could we find you?" Medicine Man kind of thinks this over, and he's like, "All right, you can bury it here then." You fucking got me, dude. <laughs> I wish they opened the medicine bundle and it was like some Tylenol PMs and an inhaler. <laughs> Not a first aid spray and a red herb. Oh, that red herb's going to be useless so without it. Will, a green yeah, you got to get, get a green, green herb. herb. Yeah, yeah. So it is zombie bundle. See, <laughs> zombie yeti. Medicine man asked uh, if he can talk to Kelly alone. He's like, "Hey, aren't you the lady that comes in skinny dips on our land?" 
Kelly's like, yeah, sorry, I won't do that anymore. He's like, no. Oh, it's cool. He's like, no, <laughs> don't, don't ever stop. He's like, the earth likes it. Why like, would you, you like it, it, you weirdo. Why would you bring this up? <laughs> I don't. Pretend like you didn't see yeah. it. It's cool God. to have a creepy old Do man on your show, though. No, 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 it's called a spank bank for a reason. Mm-hmm. People aren't. And in this case, it is the bank. <laughs> I guess if she keeps coming back at this point, she knows he's watching, and she's into it. Yeah, it's the only way she can get off. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. He's doing the honorable thing, I guess. Like maybe she's just trying to fuck that gator. No, nobody's gonna bite on that. Okay. Nobody bit on my fucking Highlander puns, so we're, we're all due for one that fucking misses. Uh, boom! Out of nowhere, Frenchie's crew attacks. They this, get the... this is like the third time in the episode where there's like no audible hint. They just sort of Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, the... they do it at the beginning with the pirates, and then here it's just bam. It's like Kelly and the medicine man are talking, and he just bolts. Like, he just, <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. And everyone else gets, you know, like, rushed by this gang. That's how you stay alive. I guess. It's, it is, like, out of nowhere, though. There's no, one of them should have said, hey, a bunch of people are coming. But, <laughs> it's a bog. <laughs> or thunder, like, Scanning the island to say, hey, intruders. Yeah, mm-hmm. something. Uh, uh, what's the little the little one? Trigger? The, the RC car. No. Oh. Trigger's the jet ski. <sighs> oh, darn. I don't know. Bullet. There. Gator. Gator. Oh, yeah, it's Gator. That's what Kelly uh, wants to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> French guys say, hey, did, she, longer did she put like a little felt on one of the tires? Wow. <laughs> no, two of the tires. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> These French guys say, hey, we're going to dig up all this treasure and then we're going to use those holes. <laughs> this gator's about alter- to go mud. <laughs> <laughs> you are an all terrain vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> You guys tell your wives like not to listen to this, right? Like they know <laughs> there's no chance to Okay, worry. good. I think my wife's probably listened to 5 minutes total of our show. Maybe an hour. Bones every episode? No. None. You don't get notes? No, I used to play cold opens for her to ask like uh does sonically does it work? Not comedically, because she would just fucking ruin my day. And then you like, just hear like, "Is this really how you want to spend your time?" Yeah, it's well, this it's is m- what you're doing. Yeah, she's. T- I'm, I'm here. She knows where I'm at. I'm not causing any problems. She's <laughs> she's fine with that. But it's more about like, is this uh, is this sound effect too high? Is it too late? Blah blah blah. Because half the time she's like, I don't get the joke. I don't know what. She doesn't know what the movie is. So that's the extent. I feel exactly like her. <laughs> All right, we cut over. They've got Brew and Spence in kind of a rough spot. Brew's hanging over a sulfur pit, but the rope is connected to Spence, 
If Spence frees himself, it'll drop Brew right into the sulfur. Spence gets a guy's attention, and he's like, Hey, dude, if you dig up the earth, you're fucking cursed. <laughs> you're doomed. <laughs> and it works. These guys are like, oh, shit, really? <laughs> like, yeah, this tactic always works in, in film, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, I wouldn't do that if I were you, and, you know, your buddy tagging it. Even Kelly gets in on it a little bit. Yeah, they all like start mentioning some made up guy and they're like, He used to come out here and dig up the earth and He's dead now. His jaw even fell just, off or something. Even just a few inches. The guy that's dug one shovel full is like, Oh shit. <laughs> well they're immediately freaking out. And they did come out with like little trench shovels. Like no one even has a full size shovel in their crew. They're just all Not the alone. little Tiny, like, a trowel at best. Yeah. They got that little gardening foam pad that your wife has for her knees. For the knees. For their knees. One of the guys is just using the medallion. (laughs) And a solo cup. Suddenly the skunk ape sneaks up. He drags a bad guy away. All the other guys, they freak out. They run away. Uh, Frenchie grabs Kelly and they take off. Spence frees Brew by just pulling up the entire tree that they're tied to right out of the ground. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> Standing ovation in my theater for this. <laughs> There's a really cool shot of uh, Billy looking mesmerized as he watches this. He's like, ah. <laughs> it's really good. This, Suddenly, would, this would be his number one feat of strength, right? So far in the show. We've seen him push that. Those dock, like the pier. That's also pretty good. over. Yeah. We're, we're going to see that the next episode. Mm. What? We already saw Wait, that. Wait, how? Wait, that's in episode one, Dan. Yeah, dude. What the hell? <laughs> Just you wait. Oh, shit. I thought it was a French pirate here for a second. Wee <laughs> 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 wee. Remember that machete fight that guy? Remember that Keenan bit on all that when he was like the French dude in the tub? Yes, that's fucking oh, comedic shit. gold. It was the best. Yeah. What was his name? Pierre, Pierre... Garcon <laughs> something. And yeah, Pierre sounds right. And of course the repair man, 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 man. Oh fuck! It is on. To Paramount Plus, I think it's on Paramount Plus. You can see it. Yeah, there. all the Nick stuff. I think is. Uh, there. Okay, funny story. I'm watching all that at my grandparents' house because my dream was to be like on a show like that. Like I grew up loving is this Saturday recently? Night Live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. She's got them all on tape. <laughs> uh, so the intro starts and they show the DJ like you know, during the little intro where somebody comes out to like introduce the show and it's like in living color, they've got a little DJ and my grandmother comes back and she's like, we need to talk about Satan and what they do on the records. And it was the first time my grandmother gave me like, she was still convinced that playing the records backwards was a satanic thing. She's like, I just need you to be careful. Like, I'm not going to stop you from watching it. But, and then the next night she told us about Ouija boards and, uh, it was great. Rules. It was a great relationship I had with her. It's incredible. 
So you rented Witch Trap and you listened to Holy Diver. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and Witchboard, double feature. Maybe a few summers later, you remember the MTV show Fear? You know I loved it. Oh, fuck God's yeah. Godsmack theme song. Oh, yes, exactly. So I, she caught me watching that and that had... Had it, Kron. That is the day that me and my grandmother pretty pretty much split. She told me the story about like the mustard seed, mustard seed, and faith, and all this stuff, and I was like, I don't believe any of this shit. And mustard seed prayer. Yeah, for Damn. ten years, like didn't really talk. Damn, that was you, the fucking kid. sully. Damn. I hung up a. What was that, Kron? Oh, I was just gonna say, damn, dude, I'm sorry you and your grandmother split up that day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Such a bummer. <laughs> I hung up a a Pamela Anderson like FMH like thing. She's like holding her. Tatas and you know it was in my locker, dude. But it's like I don't know. I I didn't read it all the time. I don't. (laughs) There's so many of them. But uh, my locker mate was like a huge like into the Lord, and he he pulled it down and hung up the mustard seed prayer. No, this means war. I pulled it down. No, and no, no. I think I hung up like Marilyn Manson or some shit. Antichrist superstar, right Which, there. Which today we were driving back from basketball practice with the kid, and my daughter and beautiful people came on, and I turned it up. And I was like, man, my mom, like, would have never, ever. I didn't tell her that, but I was like, and she just sat back there, like, what the fuck is this? I'm sure. <laughs> My daughter texted me today with a screen grab of her phone. We got her this kid's music service where she has like a special phone. It doesn't go online, but you can like text and call and stuff. And, uh, but it's like a smartphone. And so there's an app for music on there. And she texted me a screen grab and she's like, hey, you like this song, right? I like it too. And it's Ghosts. Jesus, he loves me. Fuck yes. A one tear dripped down, right? Like it was beautiful. That's a fun cover, man. It's, a gr- it's the best okay. on the record, I think. Yeah. Fucked up your makeup and everything. Yeah. My (laughs) mascara, I had to go to the bathroom. It was crazy. And not for diarrhea this time. Not this time. I had just left there for that. That's a 360. Suddenly the shaman runs out. Uh, Brew's like, hey, dude, you fucking killed it with the the skunk ape routine. Uh, The shaman's like, what are you talking about? I couldn't go back and get the costume and be back here in that amount of time. Or, or does he say a zipper? zipper I think was, he said yeah. my zipper was stuck. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm sorry to keep interrupting, but you you almost said skank ump. Mm-hmm. And I just like that. Like an umpire yeah, that, that awesome. lost ska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's skanking as he's calling balls and stuff. Violation. Better not up, enough better horns. Up, better, up, better. <laughs> better up's good. <laughs> You're out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just starts jumping up and down. Uh, Frenchy, he's got Kelly. The next batter up better hit the Uh, Frenchie puts Kelly in a little speedboat. They take off, uh, but they're going through some really shallow water. Thunder can't go in there, so Spence hops on trigger and gives chase. 
Frenchie gets pissed and throws Kelly into gator-infested water. Spence jumps in. He's swimming towards Kelly, but the gator's closing in. Was this a carpet? What? Was this a carpet, this gator? Was this a carpet they threw (laughs) on top of the water? It looks like a gator. Looks like a gator to me. That's a floppy-ass gator. (laughs) It wasn't the octopusy decoy that... First thing I thought of, you know. Spins jumps right. on to the Who's going to be the new Bond? Let's just get it over with. That, no uh, that Irish dude that got uh, the Academy Award nomination. I forget his name. That's what my Barry, money's on. Barry Kuglin? No, no. Um, he's got kind of like... Coogan? The, yes. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> At doing the Alan Partridge voice. Please. <sighs> I have no input on the new Bond. I don't. I. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't My only see, uh, R- Ron Perlman get a shot at it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. Hellboy Bond. Yeah, I Just was really beauty. convinced that uh, this was like several years ago when No Time to Die was supposed to come out and didn't, and then was supposed to come out and didn't. There was all this talk that it could be. Um, um what's his name? Um, Marvel guy, um, Loki. Uh, oh, Tom. The fuck uh, is his name? Crimson Peak. Uh, Hiddleston. Tom Holland. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. And I, at first, I was so repulsed by that idea, and the more I thought about it, I'm like, he does have a pretty good comic timing. Like he could be like a Roger Moore style. Yeah. Bond. That might be fun, but also like, he's. I don't. I wouldn't buy him as a badass. But I don't know. That's not my vote. I don't know. I I really like Richard Madden, if for no other reason than in Rocket Man. I'm I'm straight, but I absolutely wanted to fuck him. Mm. And then was make like, that your James Bond. Yeah. High praise. Yep. I don't know. I think, I, Hiddleston geez. would be great if you went back. If you went back and you did a '60s sort of thing, put him in the '60s. Stop exactly what I want. That but would be so fun. I think you put yourself in a touchy area because you want to be progressive, but can you be progressive in that era? It wouldn't I, be hard I, to I, not be. It would not be hard. Yeah, you could do it without. But without that shit, just just don't write a big story. Just write singular movies. Bond on a mission. That's all we need. We don't need I mean, a, an overall like a, an arc. Nope. Yep. I'm writing in Johnny Knoxville. That's that's my vote. Hell yeah. If you do the accent, he gets my vote. That might get Kron in the seat. Yeah, I'd watch Johnny Knox's Johnny Knoxville's James Bond movie. <laughs> Why not? He was in that um Mads Mickelson one. Who did anyone see that movie? Polar? Oh no. Oh man, that was a that was tough. You didn't like it? Nah. I remember having fun with it, but but it's I've like forgotten all of it. The only thing I remember is I'm like teaching he like gets he comes to a school and they have him like doing like like career day or something and he's showing him how to like gut a man. <laughs> he's like, No no no, you don't hold the knife like that. You hold the knife like this. You know what I think messed me up was I thought it was that Arctic movie that he made around the same time. Which hmm. was like that solo uh, like Antarctic movie where he's like rescuing somebody and mm-hmm. having to drag them. I got those two confused and I was like, oh, that's the one I wanted to watch. 
but I ended oh, up watching. Oh, so, so like you were in a bad mood because you didn't want to see. I was like, like a I was like, Hitman. Yeah, where the fuck is this gonna go? But <laughs> how's he gonna get there? Yeah. All right, guys, we're so close to the end of this. I'm so episode. sorry. <laughs> uh, Spence is able to jump on this gator. He gets the gator in a death roll. What a real mix him up there. He gets Kelly, puts her on the skidoo. Uh, Frenchie gets back to his mansion. He's gathering up some treasures to escape with, but Brew arrives, challenges Frenchie to one more sword fight. Uh, French guy takes a cheap shot and escapes through a trap door. Brew finds yet another trap door and waits for this guy outside. Uh, once he gets out there, they resume their fight. French guy knocks Brew down, stands over him, ready to, to deliver a death blow, but Brew kicks him right in the nuts. Back at home, uh, Spence finishes his story. Jess asks uh, if Billy was able to bury the medicine bundle. Spence is like, yeah, that happened. Uh, and all the sulfur <laughs> ponds changed from yellow to bright blue, and the smell of sulfur was replaced with the smell of flowers. <laughs> Jess asks, is this uh, a real story? Spence says, you tell me. He gives her the medallion. Sorry, Garrett, I interrupted. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, uh, to back up a little bit, I do appreciate that the cameraman needed those underwater shots to remind us that Kelly's hands were tied. And only that, I'm sure that is mm-hmm. what he was showing us. Mm-hmm. With those jeans underwater. I also like... Just to remind us her hands were tight. I like Bruce, like, uh, spinning sidekick to the throat, and that guy goes into the pool. Yeah. That guy's probably dead. <laughs> There's another good brew gag, too, where he tries to do the, the pull the that's, book trick to open the door. That's what I was going to bring up, yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah, shit, that's never worked. And he says Spence beat the crepe out of him. <laughs> yep. At some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys, that was episode 14, Plunder in Paradise. You did it. We got through it. <laughs> what a great bedtime story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell your, if you got kids, tell your kids this exact same story. It'd be better than what my grandmother told me. <laughs> your grandmother seems like she's super into Satan. Dude, it seems like you're totally still hung up on the breakup. There's, there's always one, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's take a break. Welcome back, everybody, to the box set where we are chugging right along with Thunder and Paradise. Everybody's Favorite show from the 1990s featuring Hulk Hogan. America's greatest actor that never won an Emmy. Cron uh, Howard, thank you for taking us through episode 14. Garrett, DK, thanks for coming on and enduring this. Well, Garrett, DK knows what he's getting into. <laughs> Been my pleasure. We're happy to have you. Um, tell Very the folks, tell the folks out there where they can find you. 
Uh, on this podcast. Huh? Nice. They've done it. <laughs> You're listening to me now. Um, Is this your first podcast yeah. appearance? Um, today. Today, Mine too. Garrett was famously on uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Philly with me. Uh-huh. Oh, that's true. On the uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 episode. I didn't know if they were still mad at George for... Oh, shit. I'm so something. sorry. And I really didn't want out. We're always mad at George. That fucking guy. Kick up. I didn't want to kick sand in anyone's volleyball tournament. <laughs> Why are at we this mad? point, we just egg George on because it's proof that he listened. If he hits us up and he's like yeah, pissed off, you know. know. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's getting pissed off at Dan's ratings, so he doesn't even have to listen. He can just be pissed off at that. Keep him coming, George. That's the only that's the only five day rentals person that he gets mad at. It's always Dan. <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> he gets mad at no Dan, shits. but I think he he fucking fine tooth combs anything that I fucking misspell or like God forbid a your becomes a your. God damn this guy. Or if he, I he's never used punctuation. What is that? <laughs> hey, great call, Garrett. Or thank full, you. Full thank words you. in a sentence. Why is he getting mad? <laughs> or or calling me out for saying warwig. <laughs> warwig is hard to say. Hey, no, I th- I couldn't believe no one jumped on you when you said it because I just heard that when I was listening. These guys know I'm sensitive about my hmm. W's and R's. It was a two. It was a three-hour movie about a left turn. I'm just trying to survive. Yeah, yeah, that's the fucking wasteland, bro. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I put. I you think earlier. In I think earlier I accidentally said that Ingmar Bergman made French films, which he is Swiss German. <laughs> oh man, the cinephiles that listen to our show are going to have a fucking well, field day. Well, they got turned some it shit off. Yeah, it's gonna Garrett. It'll be George. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Garrett, thank you for coming on, man. And thank you. No, thank you, guys. For uh, providing this this wonderful show and experience. Don't give him any, any more to... ideas <laughs> of what you have. Yeah, what else you got? Barry. What else you got in that no. truck? Well, I've got uh, I've got all of Highlander and the Raven. Highlander the Raven. That. Uh, what about Ron Perlman, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast? Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Let's do that yep. one. Or the Crow TV show. Is there be a Beauty one. and the Beast TV show? Yeah, man. Yes. 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 Linda Hamilton? Yeah. Linda Hamilton. Was there yeah. like a new Beauty and Beast adventure every week? Is that how yeah. it worked? Basically. Did they have a boat in Florida? Do, do you have Pacific <laughs> Blue? I do not have Pacific Blue. That's a lot. That's like twelve seasons, dude. That was one of those low key USA shows that ran forever. Silk, Silk stockings. stockings. Fuck yes. yes. <laughs> I was at a sleepover and my friend was like shit himself telling telling everyone horny stories. And he was I found out he was just telling us plot lines to Silk Stockings. <laughs> amazing. It was amazing, yeah. Can we all start yeah. a podcast called Horny Stories, please? Horny stories. Yes, hey, welcome please. to Horny Stories. Mm-hmm. We're talking episodes about grandma for <laughs> all you kinky guys out there. Hey. Talking about an issue of Newport News I found in the trash. Grandma's mad at me for putting all of her records backwards. I'm watching all that. 
I'm naughty. <laughs> After dinner, we had ice cream. All over. <laughs> Guys, I'm here to cover episode 15 of Thunder in Paradise. It's called I for an Eye. It's also a pretty cool Soulfly song, if you're into that. Um, oh, I was thinking Primus. Oh, yeah, too. I for an eye, I for a tooth. Cron? What, what album is that on? Uh, is it Shake Hands with Beef? Uh, I think that's the song it's in, right? I don't know. It's like... Yeah, that's all of them. Fuck yeah. That's all of them. That's any Primus song. <laughs> You're going to get hit with a copyright on this one. Is that kind of singing style? Go! <laughs> Guys, episode 15. Well, it's episode one. What they did here is they gave you about maybe 15 minutes of new material of a back of the backstory of Enrique De Palma and just pretty much what Spence was doing before the buildup of the episode, I guess. Am I yeah. getting that wrong? It's pretty lame. I mean, it's like you just see the reason why he has an eye patch on. Like that's the only difference, right? Yeah, pretty much. They yeah. yes, they are building on the prologue from the pilot. Yeah. Did you uh did anybody reveal the origin of the eye patch? Well, he gets Oh, there's a real the real life reason? Yeah. I think, the I real think Dan life did hint at it in the I don't think uh, you guys said pilot. it on the episode though. No, we didn't. About. I think you said something about I don't think it was revealed though. I think oh, we okay. presumed I think, I th- that he had like a like an injury at the end of a wrestling match or something. He got poked. I think in the that's eye. what you said, yeah. yeah. But there is a real well, documented reason. There is a real reason. Uh and there's a there's a lie reason that Hulk likes to use too. So he says it's a ski boat accident. And he was with Brutus the Barber Beefcake, who's one of the regulars that's always at the the you know on the beach by the one of the great boat. alliterations of our time mm-hmm. oh absolutely but yeah he says that they were like stopping for gas and and he got off the ski boat and then the ski boat broke his orbital because it got out of control or something and that's all bullshit so you hinted at it in episode one uh with oh yeah macho man uh it was macho man so wrestlemania eight uh before the main event, Hulk has to like come out and he's going to steal. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to get crucified. I think it's WrestleMania 9. Oh, my fuck. How oh, fucking God. dare you. I know. Shut the fuck, fuck up. Get dude. the fuck out of here. So Yokozuna beats uh, Lex. Bret Hart. Oh, Bret. He throws, they throw sand in his eye or salt in his eye and, and he wins and everybody's booing. And then Hulk comes out and immediately beats Yokozuna. Does he and takes body him slam him for that first time? Maybe. I remember that being a big deal. I don't it's know. A, it's a yeah. classic Hulk thing to lift up a big, heavy man. I mean, didn't he body slam Andre the Giant at like WrestleMania 3 totally. or something? Yep. And and had a hernia and <laughs> fucked himself up. <laughs> uh, but so Hulk's black eyes visible at WrestleMania when he comes out. 
Uh, and so now that we have luscious HD footage, you can plain as day see his black eye. Uh, but it was Macho Man. He found out that Miss Elizabeth ran off to stay with Linda and is staying at Hulk's house. And Hulk didn't tell him about it. And he just sucker punches the shit out of him. Drops him in the back. And then within 10 minutes, he's like, I have to go win the belt, <laughs> brother. Damn. <laughs> Is it, wait, so is that like a real thing? Like she had, she it's had, a real well, thing. She had actually gone to stay at their house, or is that like a behind this, like like a wrestling, plot line? Yeah, like a wrestling thing. No, it, nope, okay. not not okay. wrestling. So she she not really did go and was down in Florida with them, and he was pissed that he didn't tell her tell Macho where she was. So he went. And you snapped into somebody else's gym. <laughs> <laughs> So then they start filming, and it's like, well, fuck, you look like a zombie with that eyeball. So we hit him the wind that comes, hard, huh? Hit him that hard. I don't know if he really broke his orbital from it, or I don't know. It looks nasty. Because don't you, you see, see it? it. He's a macho dude, man. He's going to yeah, powerful. But we finally get the backstory of Kowalski. <laughs> <laughs> The fans demanded. Giving him that shiner. Sorry, brother. Uh, I know. You know forbidden fruit tastes the sweetest. Thanks for letting <laughs> Elizabeth stay over. And great job with continuity of like keeping Bruce fucking cold. Head yeah, cold. So gross. <laughs> but the the beginning of the episode is just a montage of Hulk just lifting weights, wearing jeans on the beach. I'll argue that that was. Fucking awesome. I'm not saying that it's not <laughs> yeah. awesome. It's, but, not a, it's not a debate. It's an objective thing. No, yeah. but it yeah. is. It goes on for a, a kind of a while. Oh, I think maybe that's, I think maybe sexy people on the it, beach to real bad library music. It just keeps cutting away to like the secret of the people show. on boats and then back to Hulk and he's grinning and like ladies are loving it and little kids are looking at him like, oh, look at him. Fucking awesome. And Kelly's like, can I talk to you? I got a friend and uh, he's trying to revolt Cuba. Hey, you remember the pilot? <laughs> Here. And that's my big question is, is this what they shot and then decided, oh, let's take that little bit and just use that as the prologue for the pilot. And then maybe there was some reason because even in the footage, the footage that we like the additional stuff is much darker. Like it's, mm -hmm. it, it's, but it feels like it's shot around that same time. I, I don't feel like they're faking yeah, you, anything. I to me this right. seems like this is what the episode would have been, and they trimmed it and then went back later and was like, "Fuck, we got to throw something together. Like we need an extra episode." Well, and that goes back to me not being able to find a goddamn thing about the yeah. show. Is I don't know if the pilot aired. I mean, I can't. Confirm. I know it was on the yeah. movie. And people saw that stuff, mm -hmm. but like it might not have aired. But it's like why, why put why put it there? Why put it there? Yeah, episode fifteen. Yeah, because it's also the original Jess, which yeah, is going to throw people off. It's crazy. It's like yeah. who's this kid he's talking to? Yeah. Did it seem like Hulk cared more this time than what is on the pilot? Oh, do you, well, do you think they shot this footage like 
late into the season? Because I was trying to figure out, like, is this just extra B-roll they had laying around from filming the pilot, you know, the pilot movie kind of thing? I would think so. I think yeah. so, yeah. I think this is a patch job. Yeah. I think it's... I think... Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I feel like the... Our montage workout stuff is maybe new. Yeah, because they had to fill the time. I, I think I would be inclined to agree with you because, and I know this sounds weird considering that, like the the quality of what we're watching, not to insult what was given to us, what is available, but that seems brighter. There's there's definite difference in in the vibe of it, particularly at the end, like the big bar corral scene. It's super dark. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Yeah. It, and thunder. Yeah. We, we go back to Dark Thunder where it's still... And it yeah. has that thing in the, the floor with the lighted... It, yeah, the, the weird porthole thing. Not, yeah. It doesn't have the dive tank. Yeah. Hmm. Love Dark Thunder. This is more than anyone has discussed. <laughs> dark Thunder? The layout of that boat. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to read that fucking comic. This... That's the that's the Trulani four-issue miniseries <laughs> Hell yes. uh, comic. I dark Thunder. So but this, Sign me the, up. The, the voodoo yeah. origins. This last, this last 10 minutes was the most like actual analytical podcasting we've done, not <laughs> just career. for this show, but for five-day rentals. Like, like Garrett has actual information. Th- yeah, and we're like, yeah this, is, this is like an actual film podcast sort of discussion. It's not – there wasn't a dick or fart joke. I had to go and ruin it, but we'll, – We'll add those okay. in post. Hmm. I – so I did go down a rabbit hole. I paused it. I was like, what is the production company? And I Googled Sherman Berkman or whatever, the three names, got some addresses, looked you up the... Them. I, them some letters. I, I anyway, they're about in it. my basement right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cat's coming over. And if they yeah, don't I'm start a- answering <laughs> these questions, start talking. Uh, you motherfucker. <laughs> so Burke, Berkman... The guy that um, produced Baywatch, that was part of this. Like I read, I went to his Wikipedia and read all of that. That he was an actual lifeguard. Somebody in his married. So somebody. all these stories happened to him for real. I get it. <laughs> Ish, yeah. He married into like a film family or vice versa, and then pitched Baywatch, and then worked with the other guys on this show. I Google mapped the address that. <laughs> I was finding like it doesn't seem to be like an active production. I there is a part of me that wants to like pay Brantley to look into this. Yeah. Because the Burke oh, the Berkman we guy should. has gone on other podcasts and talked about his story. If for the finale you could get him. I, I would just like to I would pay. I would pay. What do I need to pay? I, I I'll yeah, help. <laughs> but I I would absolutely love to talk to somebody. I number one would be Chris Lemon. Chris Lemon would I've, be the guy that I would love the I've most to talk. Reached out. Hell yes. What? I I have reached out to Lemon. Nothing okay. yet. Okay. I I worry that he would fear like uh, they're going to be making oh, fun of me or something. It, yeah. But it's did you, it genuine love I have for him in this performance. Like, did you have like a good subject line like when life gives you lemons or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Name it Chris. Gotta, gotta get his attention, you know? All right, here. Title of the email was 5D, 5DR wants to squeeze your lemons. Oh, that's pretty mm. good. 
we'd like to soak like up it. your brew, something like that. Like mm, that's pretty cool. We're brewing something. Oh no! Yeah. Five DR and you. That's a good brew. What, pretty good. What's brewing underneath? <laughs> Three dudes would like to probe you for about an hour. I'd click it. Yeah, that's going to junk. Mm, you're probably right. Cheat. Do you have an cheat email Cialis for free. Cialis. <laughs> he clicks it right away. That's how you get him. <laughs> nah, I'd fucking. Well, shit. Now he's not gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> nah, they never go and listen to. It. I think it... he lives in Connecticut. I believe, from what I've researched, he he pops up in random little like family movies and stuff. If you check his his IMDb. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I sent you guys a screenshot. I was watching a yeah. movie, and he's in it. Uh, he's in um, Wishmaster 1. That's what I threw on the other day. Are you wow. serious? Yeah. Oh. Who does he play? Who is wow. he in Wishmaster 1? Uh, I kind of ha- watching Wishmaster 1, Cron. I kind of had I... it on in the background when I was doing stuff, but I saw his name pop up, and he's definitely uh, in that movie. So I've seen it so many times, and I don't remember him being in it. Does he live in Stamford, Connecticut? Did did Hulk hook him up at Titan Towers? <laughs> WWF headquarters? I don't know. I think it's Connecticut. He would always tag I, in I, some I, of his stuff. I mean, we know what the numbers are in, internally for this show. But if, <laughs> god damn, if somebody... Millions. Anyone throw, know him? Throw Please. something out. Yes, like, I, I am not interested in anything else or poking fun i would just a little bit of information like what was what was the vibe on set what was like the training like did you work out with hulk did you like what was that yeah did like what what changed at the beginning pitch level of the show to when you guys were actually shooting like we're begging you was it a genuine like hulk wanted to leave and go back to wrestling because he hated working on a show or was it just I, I just I don't see how Baywatch goes for as many years as it does and this fails. It seems like that production company would have pushed a little harder. It's like you lose Hulk, it's over though. Yeah. Or th- that's what they thought anyway. Well, Garrett brought up a great point. Like, did you have conversations about could we kill Hulk off and somebody else comes in or you could know? we get yeah, is there another I mean, even in the wrestling world, who I'm did sure he someone does, else you could grab. Does Hammerhead get hit on the head and now he's a good guy? That would rule. And he's that would rule. That would yeah, I would. I almost like I, my fan casting is that it was just Spence and Hammerhead. I want I want Hulk and Stinger. That would rule. Did, it would break kayfabe though. They can't. Did do he go back to WCW after this, he's, or he, was it because it was NWO shit after this, right? Yeah, he's in between, so he's getting ready to. To the day, be to go up in those WCW. rafters. Wait, oh, you thought, thought you were talking about Sting? Sorry. So did Ted Turner offer him more money? Yeah, and like carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wanted. I mean, it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without, we wouldn't have NWO. I mean, I mean, we would, but I'm just thinking about Hulk up in the rafters now. <laughs> Posing and Why shit. am I up here? Yeah. How do we get down, brother? 
This is going to be one hell of a lift. <laughs> this is an awfully shaky catwalk, brother. <laughs> Bones, send me that information that you find, that you found. You oh, sent the tweet, uh, the Hogan tweet tonight, and my wife is like, "Did you, have you reached out to him? And I'm like, I have not yet. But I was like, I think he charges for appearances. Look, find out what it costs. I will kick in for... If, if, Please, I will kick in. Oh, hey, he's just—he's just gonna lie to us. But I'd be we interested. Could, we could talk him there. I think. <laughs> I think with Hogan, you ask different questions. I think you know what you're gonna ask, and yeah. you, like you said, like you kind of tone it down a little bit. I feel like Lemon, who it's vocal, is like this sort of ruined my career, in a way. Like, does he have a different view of that thirty years later? Like, that's the stuff that I'd like to hear. Um, hey, I tried to look up. Reicher or whatever, because that logo is so fucking awesome. And I love that little tune. Yeah. It's the very, very last one where it's like the cityscape. Mm-hmm. It's purple. Just this little tune. Yep. I, I don't think it's anything. I think it's this. Because I was like, is there a whole VHS line that I need to like <laughs> go find these movies that were released under? Oh, that makes me think of Evil Dead 2's Rosebud. Oh, you know, I might be wrong. It's maybe Mad About You. It's maybe something major like that. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, well, holy okay. shit. You, that was it. That's all you needed to do forever, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I look, I tried to do uh, Thunder's voice to see if I could find that guy. Me too, because I wanted to see if he was like a cartoon voice yeah. actor or something. I'm nothing. I don't even think it has a nothing. picture of him on like IMDb or anything. Hyperspeed. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. Oh. Oh, wait, Russ? He's here! That, that was really good. Yeah, it's me, it's Russ. He's here it's with us today. Hey, Thunder Russ. Hey. What, uh... We wanted Chris Lemon, but, uh... Thunder. You got Thunder. Is this is this regular Thunder or Dark Thunder? Oh, it's Dark Thunder. My, me and my grandmother split up. <laughs> Alright, dude, it's starting to get a little offensive. Alright. <laughs> Like, what are your shielding yeah. capabilities? Uh, How come that your shit never works? Answer the questions, Thunder. Poor design. <laughs> Blame Dr. Brew about hey, it. <laughs> did Brew ever fuck you? Brew did fuck me. They cut corners on the build phase. Oh, okay. Not it's... not a fuck fuck. He just fucked you. And... Yeah, I got oh. you. Are you in love with Brew? My electronics are full of goo. Ooh. $90,000 isn't going to fix that. Did you lean to one side when Hulk was on one side because he's heavier than Brew? The boat is always straight and narrow. <laughs> All right. Were you ever a Navy SEAL? No. He would have been I built guess. after that, dude. I don't know if they made him like an honorary Navy SEAL. Is this how our interview with Chris Lemon would go? Just ask four questions, joke ant like questions, and not wait for him to answer. Like, hey, did you fuck Thunder? <laughs> yeah, that would be that would right be up. It. That's my first question. No, that's popular last, fan. That's theory. the last question. There's a lot of sexual tension between you and the boat. Like, episode did you one. have sex with legs? Did you get between those legs? I know what I was going to ask you, Garrett. Um, are you familiar with the Wondery podcast, Business Wars? No. Um, seek them out. They do a really cool four or five part uh, 
uh, series about WCW versus WWF, which is Sweet. really cool. That's where I learned a huge chunk about Ted Turner loving wrestling and um, like the rise of Hulk and like how he sort of changed the game. And it's it's really good. Hey, nice. uh, since we're not talking about the episode, nah, we don't need. To, yeah. There's no reason to. It's already been covered. Yeah. Uh, I was watching a made-for-TV movie from the '90s. Okay. Called the okay. the haunting of Connecticut. No, God, no! That movie's no, no, no I don't know. I don't Emily Rose. I've seen it. It's called the haunting of Julia Roberts. No, the haunting of Ju- not Julia Fields. No, what the fuck is that? Julia. It's got Julia. It's Childs? got Bo. It's got Bo Bridges. Okay. Oh. Uh, it had an alternate title, The Uninvited. Uh, hang on. Uh, it's the cat movie. Not that one. Karan I've seen that, that too. Movie. Not that one. I do I too. I like that movie too. Uh, it's called The the Haunting of <laughs> Patty Johnson. Patricia Johnson. Okay. The Haunting of P- Patricia Johnson. And in the movie... They move into it's it's a poltergeist knockoff, right? The whole thing's it's just supposed to be poltergeist. And they move into this new neighborhood in this new area, and uh, Bo Bridges is trying to like mingle with the other dads and fit in. And he's like, "Oh, did you guys uh, did you guys catch that wrestling wrestling match last night? It was uh, Undertaker versus the Ultimate Warrior. You guys see that? I love Paul Bearer. You guys see that Paul Bearer? He like goes on for like a minute." He's just rambling about real wrestling references from the 90s. And uh, I thought of Garrett in that moment. Yes. Uh, so if you want to watch that, it's on Amazon Prime. It's a terrible movie. 4.7 on IMDb. And uh, it's a poltergeist knockoff with Sharon Lawrence, Bo Bridges, Shirley Knight, and Alex D. Linz. So do the, are the other dads receptive to his, his auntie? Or do they just blow him off? They don't give a shit about that. All they care about is fishing. They don't care about sports. They don't care about anything else. Fishing. They're a real Joe Pesci and... Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover? Donald Glover. Lando? Who would, so, who would be a You guys should cover that movie gone fishing. On, this, on this show. So, Garrett, you're like... Raw, SmackDown, you're there every night? No, um, I was for a while. You mean like current stuff? Yeah, like are you like in to wrestling now? Yeah, I'm like fully AEW. That's it, fanboy okay. now. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I follow what's going on with WWE. Usually, just Twitter. I still like a lot of talent over there. There's always people that I'm like, oh, when is their contract up? <laughs> Can they? Can we get? Can we weasel that guy out of there? But uh, but yeah, I've I've basically given up on WWE. It's like just that abusive relationship where you're like, why am I still caring in this? Caring? It, it's the same is old AEW shit. They pull the rug for the talent. Oh yeah, they pay for travel. They pay for medical. Jeez. Like they they let a their top star go to rehab and get sober. And paid him the whole time. Wow. It's pretty great. As opposed to Vince McMahon, who's like, sorry, you got hit in the face with a bat. That's on you, dude. 
right. you pay for that. Right. You better be here. They actually, they, their video game coming out soon has Owen Hart as a character. So they like worked with the Hart Foundation and his wife, Martha Hart, has full blessing and like likes the company and is like happy to actually celebrate her husband without giving a cent to the company that freaking let him get mm-hmm. killed. That's and so cool. that's sweet. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Oh, hell yeah. Wasn't he also the blue blazer? So yeah. he be and they might mu- be in that. They might be No, because I think WWF probably has Fuck that. Them. He's he's got his new Japan gear though, which is pretty that is cool. Black and blue with the lightning bolts. I was way into wrestling in the nineties, so I know I know these things. Is AEW yeah. I was definitely a WCW where Jim guy. Ross ended up. Yeah, Hell he's yeah. there. Saw him last night. Old JR. It's incredible. He's still doing it? Yeah. yeah. No, he's still fuck, doing I it. I gotta start watching AEW, I guess. It's Tony I, Shivani I, is like the I, main I've the main become obsessed with JR. On our budge trip, I just I I don't know what turned. What? <laughs> he get he gets he gets in trouble a little bit. What channel <laughs> with, are uh, they on? They're on TBS and okay. TNT, so it's still that just feels old, right. TNT, old haunting yeah. ground. Yeah, yeah, it, does, it, it just feels great. They're uh, they're starting a new show, which will start Saturday nights, and it's essentially the Nitro logo, like to a T, like chrome or like steel. Uh, it's like the the red and ye- the red and yellow. Oh, okay. Super That's classic. awesome. God damn it. WW, WC, what was the, the one with Stone Cold on the cover? The the PlayStation game where he's doing this on the cover. Warzone? Yeah. War, yeah. I played the yep. shit out of that game. <laughs> yep. So this AEW game coming out uses the engine of those Nintendo 64. <laughs> wow. It's, it's the Aki engine. That's wild. So can you... Kenny Omega is like one of their top stars. He's friendly with Capcom. He's in one of the Yakuza games. All the button prompts are uh, N64. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but his the whole point is like, I want arcade. That's what style. it should be, if I you want ask me. Easy to play, uh-huh. hard to master. Anyone should be able to pick up the That makes me want to play it. I'm not like a wrestling person anymore. But that makes me want to play it. I'm going to have to buy this fucking thing. You've got Owen Hart. You've got Sting. <laughs> I hope you get the really great crowd, like, cardboard cutout. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. Four different people it should just be repeated. A, a the filter. loops, yeah. <laughs> well, hell, episode 15. Secretly, I came on. Guys, episode... Secretly, I came on to get you into I, wrestling. It were, I, th- I think it's an appropriate connection. It's an appropriate connection. I mean, this show is rooted in that right i mean not just wouldn't exist without it right i do think there's a correlation between that weird nostalgic longing that this show scratches that itch with the pop culture event that was pro wrestling and especially hulkamania i just want to hold my wrestling buddy while i watch it yeah right and maybe that's it i want to get back there for me i think it's sincerity i think everything is so ironic and meta and you know up its own ass that this is just 
the sheen is just you know it's it's not serious it's serialized you can hop in you can hop out and the vibe is just fun and i i they implied in the last episode that a Bigfoot came and yeah. beat some guys up. Uh, that's a skunk ape. That's completely different. <laughs> I, you're right. I'm no, so sorry. No, you're fucking biology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so sorry. All right, episode 15, gentlemen. Like I said, we get 15 minutes of Enrique. They need to save Margarita. I don't remember the son's name, but it's the exact same as the very first episode, they just replay it, making this a 21.5 episodes of Thunder in Paradise. But uh, pretty much they go to Cuba, they get the family, they come out, and everybody's happy. Uh, that's, Amen. That's episode 15. It's called Eye for an Eye. Tooth and, for a tooth. Uh, Wait, eye for a tooth. God damn it. Boo. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your brain is mud right now, dude. <laughs> is it good? It's not bad. I have to admit it's not bad. And I have to admit I've had a few. <laughs> DK showing a, uh, a alcoholic beverage to the camera, listener. <laughs> yes, I am. God damn it. He's on five-day rentals, man. It's a mm-hmm. it, it's a handle of Jim Beam that's three-fourths <laughs> way down. God damn, dude. I'm proud of uh, it. The boy... The boy's name was Elian Gonzalez. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I can't wait to talk about the next episode, you guys. Well, we're about to start it. Yeah. After this. You guys ready? You better bring it. This one's fucking wild. (laughs) Welcome back. Thunder in Paradise, episode 16. It's your boy Bones leading you through this guy. Endangered Species. (laughs) Title of this bad boy. Now, what can you do in this show? You've, you've, You've got voodoo. You've got aliens. You've got fairy tale stories. You, we got uh, native magic two episodes ago. You're recutting other episodes. What can you do? It's time to strip down and just tell a human story. Human wolf hybrid story. Okay? Bounce. And you got to lead. Any good story leads with character. All right? And boy, do we learn some stuff about RJ Spence. What you got? Now, when we started this journey yes. of Thunder in Paradise, I knew that I was like, I know there's like a, a boy that was raised by wolves episode. Like, I remembered that, like watching that one. Like, I remember this show going on and it was just like thunder, like going through the water all the time and it's right. starting and shit like that. And I was like, I know there's like a fucking like werewolf or wolf something or boy raised by wolf episode. And like we kept going through and I'm like, man, maybe that was like a different fucking show. Like maybe I'm just making that up in my head. But this this confirmed it. And I will say that you guys get way fucking better episodes than what I always get. 
I was going to bring that up that it seems like the last few months me doing like I've gotten monster trucks in the monarchy. Like I'm getting got, some some I great got C. stuff. Quentin. But that's C- like my highlight. Yeah. C- that episode's pretty, pretty good. good. What are you talking great. about? Pretty that's good. a defining moment of the show, I think. I liked that I have C. Quentin on my resume, but I think I think Dan is saying that's like the one good episode he's got. Wait, to- you're putting that on your resume? <laughs> don't do don't do that. No, dude, the interest is sky high, dude. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan. I wrote the episode C Quentin of Thunder and Paradise. <laughs> but Dan, you shouldn't That's not a dig at you. It's not like a dig on you that you get stuck with those maybe lesser episodes. Quite honestly, if if I were you, I'd be happy because you're like, ah, I can blow through this. I took this is a fucking dissertation on this episode. All right, we're, we might hit the four hour mark on this oh, bad boy because I'm quitting if we do. Dance. I'm sequestering. We can't. I'm sequestering. Nice. I mean, is Sequest DSV the most popular show on TV right now? What's the origin of Sequentin? Were they like, oh yeah, underwater? Yeah, why is that? San Quentin, Sequentin. I guarantee you. That's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's, that's just, all. That's, that's the only thing. Yeah. Every not time, enough. every time these fucking episodes are over, I'm like, they literally wrote forty ideas and threw fucking darts at them, and uh, that, that's how it had to go. Hundred percent, and it works. There's no way, and it works. They the the magic episode- the magic's not in what you're doing. It's not. It's not the story beats. The magic is the character and how true you stay to that and how you build on it. And this episode is a perfect example of that you might come for a boat okay oh dude i've never but you brewed s- it if you're yeah. brew <laughs> you come on a boat not for a boat for it in it on it what waters are you in internationals there's no laws baby mm-hmm. do you guys see that let's uh, not go into that <laughs> do you guys see that video the couple fucking on the surfboard no on, is it like orlando on, bloom no but it's like on the it's on a <laughs> beach and somebody like just starts zooming out and they just zoom like 500 yards out, and it's just some dude railing a chick on a surfboard. <laughs> I mean, where else? Yeah. What better place? Vacation. I don't know. International international waters <laughs> yeah. is what they needed to do. All right, dudes. The hunt is on. Dog the bounty hunter and some goons are running after some wolves. Wolves. War rig. They shoot and they miss several shots. These wolves just keep running through. Guys running after him. One goon, classic. You know I love this. Fucking net thrower. He takes a shot and he catches something. But it ain't no wolf. It's a damn wolf boy. Right out the gate, we're getting the wolf boy. What was the episode we covered that had a net gun? Was it Maniac Running Man? Cop too? Oh, Running Man. <laughs> the Running Man! Uh, <laughs> it's a 360. I'm, I'm fucking furious that I don't have a Thunder in Paradise Kinner action figure of net throwing goon from it'd be an episode it, where you just plug in both missiles and it yeah but then yeah the, the net shoot once and it would never yeah, work again the net guns broke all the time I mean it would be so hard to get that part you would find out it's just a little wolf boy out. though <laughs> I think the Jurassic Park ones were all right dude okay I've got a predator. In the other room. I, I'm, I'm thinking a step ahead. I want to actually build a net gun now. 
Okay, so we just buy a- how how effective really? I bet you could buy that? one right now. I mean, you could look Google it up it. at but, that time. But I'm, my my imagination is going. Okay, I need four Nerf Vortex footballs, right? And I'm going to put those on the corner of like a kid's soccer net. There's my net, and then a T-shirt cannon. We got it. I was going to say potato gun, but they got T-shirt cannons. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right, cool. Let's run a test, DK, and let's see how effective a, a net gun can be. Okay. I would like to know. Thunder and Kelly, they're out in some manatee-infested waters. They're marking the area as a designated manatee zone. I say it that way because I think half the time they say manatee, somebody says manatee or manatee. manatee. Uh, Brew has a little comment about, I cannot believe sailors used to think these were mermaids. But if you've seen some images of manatees, they have lower bone structure like a human. They actually have these weird kneecaps, which I could see in certain situations. You got scurvy. You mm-hmm. haven't done it in a while, right? Yeah, plus they're hot. Your eyesight they, sucks. They, There's no glasses back well, there. Plus yeah. they're hot as hell. I mean... Sexy ass manatees out there in yeah. the water. Spill the beans, boy. All right, so they're doing what they can to keep these manatees uh, protected, like declaring that it's protected and plunking put a sign down and everything. That, it's that quick. Kelly has a map and she goes, "There's manatees here, but it hasn't been declared a manatee zone." And he says, "Well, let's declare it." And cut to him driving a uh, sign into the water. No, you don't work for that department, Hulk. You just can't do that. Anybody that knows knows that RJ runs these waters, mm-hmm. right? I think he has like carte blanche on the Florida waterways. Mm-hmm. He has tied flippers together and thrown them over every fucking power line throughout these waters. Like everybody knows these are RJ's streets. Because rivers are Thunder's streets, right? <laughs> Can I just pitch something really quick? Yes. Thunder in Paradise meets Amsterdam. Oh, my God. That's I just get Thunder over no, there. No, that sounds like Dark Thunder to me. Imagine that. I, yeah. Thunder in Paradise. What was it? It was Baywatch Nights, right? That was the mm. private detective thing that he did. Maybe we could work that in. Maybe the we could rip Amsterdam for an episode on that on, on Dark Thunder. I looked up the Amsterdam like Blu-ray the other day. They wanted like forty five bucks for that thing. Like, you, but you're damn. a physical media guy, so you got to buy it. Nope. Them's the rules. That's not true. Mm-hmm. You got to. No, I make my own decisions. You got to hurry up and get, buy a two hundred dollar fucking Blu-ray of French Connection now. <laughs> flood the market with fucking French connections. I don't know about you. Me and my friends constantly sitting around talking about French connection. Con- <laughs> it's a constant conversation. <laughs> no, we're just talking about Popeyes. It's like, T-Swift, go Peppa Popeyes. Pig, Popeye Doyle. All the big ones. All the big peas. <laughs> Why the fuck are you talking about Peppa Pig? I don't know. Isn't that a show... Kids watch. It's in the zeitgeist, dude. 
I th- I think she famously also said, "Don't trust anyone." Mm-hmm. Peppa Pig did. Or Peppa Pig. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They edited it I, out. See, Taylor's problem is that she's too trusting, Garrett. Okay, that's the problem. <laughs> you okay, think Taylor she, Swift got fake tits. I. I haven't seen a photo. <laughs> DK, your face lit up when I said that. Hey, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Save that for that's a Chris, uh, Chris Lemon question. Show us the tits. That's, that's the icebreaker. Hey, by the way, show us the tits. There's only I one saw the find out. I saw the Kanye video, and I think yeah. Show your screen, Dan. <laughs> All right. After they uh, hammer the sign into the water, Dog the Bounty Hunter and his boat they come flying through this newly marked zone and they're like what the fuck dude there's manatees here that's a deviant art dan that's a fan <laughs> that's a fan drawing mm-hmm. that doesn't count that was an ai generated <laughs> wonder how many people have done that <laughs> all right now to be fair to these hunters they probably came through these waters before they were designated a manatee zone <laughs> yeah Five minutes so ago. <laughs> they don't know but they end up hitting a manatee. Would Kelly you, jumps not, in. Would you consider? Not really. He just kind of ducks his head, and they're like, "Oh, you hit the, it." The only on way the you dock. know is there's the slightest thumping sound in the audio mix, and then they go, "They hit it." Yep. Would you call it a a low T well, zone now? It, <laughs> there's one less manatee. I was watching that episode with headphones, and you can clearly hear that guy was all ten point. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> And Kelly, I'm sure Kelly heard that shit. And fucking Dr. Frankenstein coming right behind him. <laughs> All right, so Kelly jumps in the water. She orders the other two to call SeaWorld. Thunder takes off after the poachers. These goons know they're uh, being chased immediately. Is there a direct line to SeaWorld that I can <laughs> dial at any time? Give me the SeaWorld police. Well, she's working for SeaWorld. She's volunteering, so she probably has some direct line to somebody. Were we to know that beforehand? Let's hire this bartender who doesn't even take fucking money and gives out free drinks every fu- Is it still the Jaws 2 crew <laughs> <laughs> that's at the SeaWorld that she calls? So. Is that two or three with, with Quaid oh, shit. and Actually, Lou Gossett? That's 3D, right? That's three, I think. That's 3D. Bye. You got Bye, the Gary. I did. I did. I just, you know, you got to. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, these goons quickly start firing back at Thunder. Thunder activates shields. We're in battle mode. Two quick shots of the laser. Puts the boat out of service. Brute fucking fires the Gatling gun. Uh, some warning shots. He also fires phasers, and I keep forgetting the, that they have it. Yeah. The, disables those engines. Thunder is like yeah. that. The Fucking Enterprise and has phasers. <laughs> it kind of has what's whatever is convenient that week for. Yep. <laughs> um, RJ orders the uh, poachers to jump in the water. He boards their boat. RJ starts looking around below deck. We see parrots, snakes, jaguars, but most importantly, he finds our Wolf Boy. Wolf Boy's a little, a little nervous. He's howling in fear. RJ tries to comfort him. But the kid's just a tad wild. Cut to a TED Talk about lost kids who are raised by wolves. It's apparently an epidemic in the 90s. We've got 90-plus reporters here. This is sweeping America by storm, this wolf boy problem. 
we've got uh, this doctor. He's now overseeing the treatment and study of the boy. He lets us know that they've uh, cleaned up the kid, but he's refusing to wear anything but animal pelt. Kron, were you upset that they didn't mention Bat Boy? I have written down, are you guys team Bat Boy or team Wolf Boy? Wolf Boy. Oh, no way, dude. Bat Boy's oh, I got Bat, Bat Boy. I'm going Bat, Bat Boy. Bat Boy's out there every day just you flooded the mar- You flooded the market with it. I no. don't care. You're not seeing as much about Wolf Boy. A little, uh, I think Bat Boy could beat the fucking shit out of Wolf Boy. Get out of mm-hmm. here. He could eat him in yeah. one gulp. That fucking one huge jaw he's got. Crunch. It's fucking teeth are sharpened. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. wolf boys' teeth aren't even sharp. They're regular fucking square human teeth. Yeah, they look pretty good for not being brushed in how many years? <laughs> that's all I could think of. Well, he's not eating candy, DK. He's this is a fucking, fucking deep he's, fake. He's eating I guess that's true. herbs and berries. He's eating whole, whole foods, man. Okay. All right. I walk it back. It would have been cool if they said, like, just like that bad boy they found in that cave. <laughs> it would have been cool if he ate Kelly's dog. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> All right. She walks in the room. He's just like. <laughs> One of my favorite lines of the episode. Now, before I take you to view our wolf boy in his basement habitat, the doctor wants to do a few uh, uh a few more slides in his presentation. Uh, reporter asks if they've identified the child, but they have not. Now, while this talk is going on, it's important to note that there's a very stuffy-looking older lady. She's listening and acting very concerned in the audience. We, we, we get a few shots of her. But more importantly, while this is going on, we see a uh, maintenance man get out of a van pick a lock, and sneak into the basement habitat. He approaches the cage, and he throws a little incendiary device inside of the habitat. Thing starts to light up the hay and shit that they've you know laid out for his comfort. Um, kid kind of approaches it, gets a little nervous as it starts to spark. Place goes up in flames. Now upstairs, the audience starts to hear howls. And uh, Kelly says, oh, they sound sad. But RJ knows. No. Sounds like fear. That's fear. That's fear. Uh, sir. D- genuinely. Genuinely cool. <laughs> yes. I, was like, I was laughing hard. There's been a fucking... There's been an attempt made on the wolf boy. <laughs> I think RJ cares more for this wolf boy than he does for Jessica. He connects to the wolf boy a little bit Instantly. more. Yeah, it's a little... He sees himself in that little wolf it, boy, it, Dan. It's a it's a Mowgli Baloo situation. Oh, and I think the last thing you should ever do is smell Hulk Hogan's fingers. <laughs> uh, put, put that on the list of questions. That's somebody's wife, wolf boy. <laughs> Thunder? <laughs> smell that strange fruit. Forbidden fruit. Yeah. Wolf, wolf. I, yeah. Fucking Thunder having to talk him out of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop you. But morally, this is wrong. <laughs> I know a ring don't block no hole, but... You guys ever heard that? Really common EMS phrase. <laughs> ring don't block no hole. 
All right, so RJ, he like we said, recognizes uh, recognizes this as fear, and he immediately heads downstairs. He finds that the place is on fire. He rips down a section of the chain link, and the boy runs away. Kelly catches up and starts putting the fire out with an extinguisher, and she sounds the fire alarm. RJ follows the wolf boy outside, who is running through a crowd. He's howling and crawling through a fountain. Um, some great ADR from the crowd of them, like, not not having ever seen a kid just run, they just immediately assume like, oh, he must be a wolf boy. Uh, I think one one lady says, what is he wearing? Yeah. Is that is that his father? <laughs> what did he do to piss that big man off? He didn't take any of the quarters in there? Yep. Yeah. Uh, he runs out into the street. He's almost hit by a Ford Tempo and a Taurus. Um those were family family cars for me, so I immediately recognized those bad boys. All right. Further away, the kid runs into a park. RJ gives chase, but we cut to some bad biker bitches, and they're mad that they're having a barbecue when the guy said that they would. Fuck that. They're going inside. Wolf boy sneaks out of some butch, uh, bushes and uh, starts helping himself to some chicken. Some more bikers show up, and uh, the ones inside come out. They start messing with the boy. Uh, one of them picks him up right as RJ comes up. He tells the biker to leave the boy alone and to back off. He says, uh, don't turn this into something it doesn't need to be. The, and only, it, the only thing I could think about when these bikers showed up was Stone Cold. If there was a guy that was like, you quit playing that fucking harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to take that shit outside. <laughs> This was a pretty fucking good, like, fight. Fuck yeah, dude. He he yeah, smashes a dude underneath a car hood, throws two of them into the street. Yeah. Through the windshield. They did watch Stone Cold and was like, fuck, let's do that shit, dude. Or Renegade. <laughs> oh, I, I have all of Renegade. We could probably uh, hook you guys up. It's a few boxes back in the truck. Content for years, man. Oh, my God. Okay, so after this beatdown, the boy obviously senses RJ's alphaness and just fucking uh, allows himself to be picked up and, and comforted by RJ. Carries him off. Um, we're, at, uh, we're at RJ's house. And now you're thinking to yourself, this is just like uh, a little boy that they told like to act like a little dog. But this fucking kid, Daniel Day-Lewis is this shit (laughs) because he is (laughs) sniffing every inch of this place. And RJ tells him, all right, yeah, find a place to make yourself comfortable. Uh, He he finds a little spot and he does a little doggy spin, man. He does like three little spins. Tigger doll as a pillow. Yeah. So to make him a little bit more comfortable because he misses the uh, the pack, RJ takes some of Jess's uh, stuffed animals, kind of puts them around him. It's it's pretty sweet. Where's all the footage of him pissing it is a, all over the place? Everything. <laughs> all I could think about. Fucking again. rubbing his ass on the carpet. Mm-hmm. That is a bit of continuity. They always have the the Winnie the Pooh character stuffed animals for Jessica. Be a Disney thing. Have they always owned Winnie the Pooh, or did they, is that one of those that they snatched up? I okay. think so. 
No, I think they do. I think he'll show up in a Marvel movie now. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury shows up at the end of the next Winnie well, the Pooh movie. Operation Honeypot. Oh, it's, it's public. <laughs> it's public domain now, so you can oh, do it okay. whatever you want, right? Blood oh. and honey. Oh, so Winnie the Pooh is like the Seinfeld Superman. Maybe. Okay. In that Maybe. it's like in every episode. What's Winnie the Pooh in every episode of Seinfeld? Yeah. You're just not watching closely Spirit. enough. His name's Jason Alexander, dude. <laughs> All right, Kelly shows up. She tells RJ about the grenade that started the fire, and they question, why would anyone want to hurt him? RJ and the crew, they're looking up stories about other people in history raised by animals. Brew is mostly concerned about, uh, oh, Kelly mentions the gazelle boy of Africa. And Bruce just like, I want to know more about fucking Gazelle Boy. Please tell me more. Uh, but Brew also points out that uh, he's pretty sure that the boy was probably three or four before he was found by the wolves because he walks upright. Had he been found earlier, he probably would have been crawling around on all fours. So it's possible he had a normal childhood beforehand. Um, Jess gets to say the title of the episode by saying... Uh, He's a lot like the manatees. They're both endangered species. Take a shot. Cut to that old business lady from before. She's Miss Hale. She's bitching at the hitman that failed to kill our wolf boy. The hitman mentions that uh, trying to make it seem like an accident only increases the chances of failure. He doesn't understand why she wants the boy dead, but he's going to do what he was paid for. Brew gets the honor of giving the wolf boy a bath. What I like about this is we get to see RJ's dojo again. It's been a while. Um, so RJ, Kelly, and Jess are hanging out in the dojo while Brew's uh, washing up the wolf boy. He's coming in and out, doing some good bits here. Uh, he loved his bath, he says. But uh, he mentions that he's not wearing any of the clothes that we're trying to give him. So RJ immediately takes off his tank top, throws it at Brew, and says, here. It's got my scent on it. Brew comes out. He's sniffing it. Comes back out again. He's tasting it. Comes back out again. He ate it. Just kidding. It's working. Maybe you should distill yourself and bottle Essence of Spencer. Our wolf boy comes out. He's a little bit more civilized and clean. He gives Jeff uh, Jess a sniff, but he's shy. Cut to RJ trying to explain... Don't you think it would have been good if there was a scene where it was just Hulk saying like, hey, Jess, and then a beer cracks, and he's like, this is your new brother, Wolf Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Take your brother for a walk. All right. In front of a mirror, RJ is, is trying to break through to the boy. He's pointing at a picture. Wolf. God damn it, Jessica. I told you to clean up your fucking brother's shit in the backyard and stepped in it my dog shit in the dining room this morning i woke up to the carbon monoxide detector beeping and i took down every fire alarm and totally forgot about the co detector my dog freaks the fuck out at any of the beeps but i can't let him out too early in the morning especially for a beep because he'll cower underneath the porch and i had to go to work so i I told him to go to place while i Went and got the CO detector, popped out the fucking 9-volt, and immediately started to smell shit. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? 
So in that short time, he and my dog shits in a figure eight. He doesn't like drop one single <laughs> like pile. Yeah. So, do you think his shit set off the CO detector? Hmm. Maybe I should probably get him checked out. <laughs> oh my god! You kept saying my dog in that sentence. I wouldn't have been saying that. What do you mean? Saying that dog that I used to own did this this morning. Ah, uh, he do- he does it the best he can. He's a good boy. Wolf. Wolf. Boy. Boy. Just using some simple visualization, he's trying to remind the boy that he is, in fact, a boy and not a wolf. Jess says she has some friends coming over. She offers to play with the boy, but Kelly advises that may be a little too soon for that. Brew has some intel from Thunder's computer. He reads a news report about a uh, Gordon Ralston of Ralston Aviation. Uh, Story says that uh, Gordon perished when his boat capsized in a remote coastal area. Ralston and his wife, Rebecca, the couple's eight-year-old daughter, Linda, and a three-year-old, Tommy, also drowned. This was about six years ago, so it would time up right with about the, the age of our wolf boy. The bodies of the parents and the daughter were found, but nothing for Tommy's body. RJ has an idea to get... You guys are... Are you guys... Is this just that good of an episode? You guys are just fucking locked in? It's so it's good. wolf boy, dude. Okay, yeah, I know. It's, it's a wolf fucking boy. a while. All right. I like that he... I like that he goes, wolf, wolf, boy, boy instead of language? <laughs> English? <laughs> Talking? You're just assuming that he... I mean, it's clear that he does not speak. He's nonverbal. <laughs> if he was three or four, he would have already been talking. He would have definitely had some words, yeah. But how many years was he not speaking? Six. That, that's that's true. a long time to not speak. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, it does make sense. Wolf. Shut that shit down. Wolf. Boy. Boy. It's so comforting. Like, I, I want Hulk to just come to my house and, like, point stuff out. Lamp. Can. <laughs> Chair. Chair. Boy. Life. Boy. Film. Life. Beer. 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 He'd be locked on beer for a while. <laughs> Problem. Problem. Bloated. Bloated. All right. So RJ's got an idea to get some information out of Tommy using Jess's toys. They go down by the water. They start digging a little trench. But our hitman, he's pretending to be a fisherman right off the coast. Uh, he pulls out a sniper rifle, takes a few shots at the family, but RJ I, manages to get the kids to safety. I really love that he's still holding the fishing pole while he's aiming yes. his sniper rifle. I yeah, I had to bag it up because I thought, is his sniper rifle made to look like a, yeah, a, a fishing, fishing rod? That would have been pretty cool if he was like looking down all the holes of the fishing rod to aim. Some and, like snidely whiplash <laughs> yeah. bullshit. I like when he takes off after this, and you can still hear the real like, like really. <laughs> the bass lure, like kind of fucking spinning. <laughs> it's like that's a, that's a good one. What if he had all missed right. the shot because he hooked a really big one? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, fuck, it's a manatee. I can't shoot this. Or what if he didn't even have a sniper rifle? He was just 
genuinely trying to catch him with a hook. Like the the lure lands next to them and they hear it reel back and it drags oh, in like, the sand and then he casts real, again. A real view to a kill situation. Yep. It's another Bond movie, guys. Is that Roger Moore heavy fucking episode? God, Did you guys it. text each other before this? Or? No, it's just... Not about that. This is just natural stuff. Yeah, what are we... What was the last thing we texted? Our Taylor Swift's boobs? Re- no, never mind. Mm, off, off mic. Off, off mic, mic. Off mic. That's a conspiracy this week. All right, the police show up. They she, start investigating. She has enough reach to shut this podcast down, so... <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's tread lightly. All she's right. basically running the country. You see she swallowed that bug the other night? <laughs> what? It was big news. She like she while, while she was performing? Uh, I, yeah. I, I think it's bigger news that her pianist, his last name is D-Piano. <laughs> <laughs> what? She swallowed the bug while introducing her pianist, whose name is D-Piano. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. <laughs> he made it. You know what? I f- Some I people's paths purpose. are quite clear. Well, also, didn't she break <laughs> up with her boyfriend like in the same week? My theory is that she's under the spell of Dracula. Uh, she's eating bugs. She broke up with her boyfriend so she can be with the Dark Lord himself. Damn. I Dracula. think she's a lesbian and just... I'm pretty confident she's gay. I mean, like Dan said, if she's running the country, what better target for fucking Dracula, right? Mm -hmm. You guys want to do like a Carly Kloss episode where we break down all the Taylor tracks that are about her and their breakup? It'd be way more popular than this podcast. I did once do a podcast years ago (laughs) where we, we printed out lyric sheets and I tasked my friends with, are these Taylor Swift lyrics or are they Danzig lyrics? (laughs) <laughs> and they truly did not get any of them correct. Did you rig it and it was all just one artist? Or no. did you genuinely you genuinely had No. Okay. Can we, each. can we please do that? It's pretty good, right? Let's do that. All right. The police show up. They're gonna leave a security detail to guard the boy. Brew tracks down Hale at Ralston Aviation. He starts asking Hale about the accident and her relationship to Gordon. She gives a sob story about how they were like siblings. Brew asks if Hale thinks she would recognize Tommy if she were to meet him today. But she's pretty uh, convinced that uh, Tommy died. She says that she confirmed it with her own search, and they found Tommy's body. There was no funeral, just a cremation, and they spread his ashes at the same place he, he died. Which, I never understood that. Like, why, why fucking remind his fucking soul of where you perished? It's like the painted bikes, you know, that they fucking post. Like somebody died here. I guess it's like a, that's a reminder for us, right? But mm-hmm. you don't cremate the biker's body and scatter it Throw across Throw him into a fucking Crosswalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw him at a deer. Yeah, would you fucking do you seek out the fucking semi truck that ran him over and fucking cover it in ash? Oh, yeah, you, you pour it into the gas tank. To... <laughs> hey, that gives you a few more horsepower, dude. Corpse power. <laughs> fucking beautiful. <laughs> Good All right, <night>, folks. 
So we're back with Kelly and Jess and the Wolf Boy. They start using the toys to try to recreate the tragic accident that resulted in his parents' death. The reenactment's pretty successful in sparking the kid's memory. We start hearing gunshots and screams. He starts to panic while he's holding the doll that represents somebody. Hear a helicopter and credence come on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy picks up the doll, or he picks up the doll that represents him. He goes over to the wolf figurines that Jess also had, like a fucking full wolf pack. I guess you bought them as a set, right? Um, he puts... Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, mm-hmm. they were all... <laughs> Sting with red makeup. Guys fucking bringing the is. wrestling references, damn. <laughs> all right, he puts his doll with, that, with those wolf figurines... And he kind of cowers and howls over his second family. Got Kelly, a little dusty, huh? Can I also say that it's a Fisher Price loving family action figure? <laughs> <laughs> the whole set. They even had the boat. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just happy he didn't start pointing to certain areas on those dolls. <laughs> well. Yeah, every time they point at the crotch, he's just, oh! Yeah, you wouldn't want to use weebles, right? Because weebles wobble, but they don't fall over. Like, it'd be hard to reenact a drowning thing with with weebles. They're they're always safe. What, you had a life jacket on? Glowworm, they just... Glowworms, he just thought were grubs. He was supposed to... All right, we see uh, Hale, who has the lamest fist slam in history. Yeah. My uh, osteoporosis, I think, is a problem. Was a concern. This might, I think, this is probably before we knew about uh, was it fibromyalgia, you know. So, if there was a spider on the table, she would not have killed it. No. And it, she comes down fast and kind of stops. It's I, I don't know. They actually put a little sign that said "spider zone," and there was a spider that she was not allowed to kill. <laughs> So well, other, well, if you kill it, you can't have the no animals were harmed in the production. Hmm. Fucking PETA, come after your ass. Mm-hmm. You think they'd PETA yep. count a spider? PETA what? Nothing. I, 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 no, go on. What were you saying, Cron? Will they count a spider? Yeah. What if you They like... went after Obama for killing that yeah. fly. Damn. If they go after Obama, nobody's safe. Didn't Pence just let one walk all over his head? Yeah. That one time? Mm-hmm. Well, it was a female fly, so he couldn't acknowledge it. Peter loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I'm writing in uh, Pence's Hair Fly 2024. With Lisa Ann as VP. Yes. Oh. I, ho- I hope damn. the fly dies <laughs> in office. <laughs> All right. Days. Hale's yelling at this hitman again. Uh, he's like, he moved. I miss. She's like, I don't pay you to miss. Hitman's going to need some help, and he's able to bargain for more money. But she says, this time, I need him alive because I need to find out what he might have told them. Kelly is. Con- I was confused at that point because it, it it came across to me as if she said, basically, when you kill him this time, I need him alive. Yes. I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it. It could have been fixed with a line of like, maybe it is a good thing you missed because now I that think I need so to talk better. to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All 
All right. So Kelly is convinced that the one doll that the wolf boy uh, freaked out about must represent whoever killed the Ralston family. Uh, it's not that complicated, guys. Hale killed the family to become the sole owner of the aviation company. Wait, what? It's simple, dude. All right. Wolf boy Tommy is woken up by the sounds of children playing. It's Jess and her friends playing some volleyball outside. He watches through the window. He manages to figure out how these fucking blinds work and, and shit. So he's still got some human intelligence. But the hitman shows up under the guise of being sent by the DA's office to take the so-called wolf boy back to a Professor McDougal. The officer on guard wants to call it in, but uh, the hitman quickly pulls a gun on him. Brute gets off the phone and reports that apparently Hale was seen headed for a boat. And Kelly realizes that Tommy isn't in Jessica's room. Jess comes up just nonchalantly like, oh, yeah, some guy showed up and took Tommy. Like, super underplayed. I maybe would have rewritten that and had her come in in a tad more panic. But uh, but they're on the case. They're on the chase. So uh, Brew and RJ, they're in Thunder. They have a report of what type of boat the Hale and the Wolf Boy are on. So they use the satellite magic to track it. On the boat, uh, the baddies and Hale, they're convinced that the boy couldn't have said anything because he's barely human. The baddies load Tommy into a trunk, and they're about to toss him into the sea. Brew and RJ, they get a lock on the boat, and they ROC for hyperspeed. They catch up to the baddies just as they're about to drop the trunk into the water. I can't believe they did it. I can't believe they hit hyperspeed in this episode. (laughs) Blew my mind, dude. We're, what, 16 for 16? Yeah, I think so. It wouldn't be an episode without it. Yeah. I just wrote down those crazy bastards finally did it. <laughs> it hyperspeed. <laughs> it, it's been a few episodes since it's fucked up too. So it's they they got the bugs worked out. It's great. All right. So RJ dives in the water after Tommy, while Brew commands uh, Thunder after the baddies. Now that Tommy's not on the boat, Brew has no issues just firing his fucking Gatling gun at him. RJ gets to Tommy, takes him up to. Uh, has to pump a few breaths in him to get him breathing again. And Brew fires a fucking warning missile and commands the boat to finally stop. They did it. They saved him. Back at the house in front of the mirror. Tommy. Tommy. Yep. That's your face. He starts going on about how, like... uh, um, Oh, no. So at this point... uh, RJ and the rest of the family are there. RJ tells them that the judge turned down the university's request to keep Tommy under study. And Spence has uh, also arranged for Tommy to go live with a native tribe in Arizona who will teach him about the simple things first, which I don't know how I feel about that. Like, is that semi-offensive or is it is it no, meant to be progressive? S- I don't know. You got Seminoles right there in Florida. Yeah. But he probably knows somebody in in Arizona, right? The local native tribes in Florida, they have a thing about, like, watching women skinny dip and scaring people (laughs) in fucking Bigfoot suits. So I think more than probably learned his lesson. It's just a convenient way to wrap up the episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Ship his ass to Arizona. We never (laughs) see him again. Um, Tom. Me. Tom. Me, Tommy, boy, 
they're all freaking the fuck out. He knows English again. Holy shit. He comes over stoked and Bruce like, fuck this. I don't care when his actual birthday is. I say we declare today his official birthday. And Jess is fucking stoked for fucking birthday cake. They all thump. I want to light. I want to light little fires in front of his face. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, set, and set us back <laughs> all this progress. We get a thumbs up all around. And boys, that's the end. Thunder in Paradise, episode 16, Endangered Species. Oh, man. And, and it's the slow everyone adding their thumb mm-hmm. up to the thumb up pile. Hell yeah. It's also not that wow. hard to figure out the actual birthday. You just cut them in half and count the rings, right? I mean, mm-hmm. everyone knows that. <laughs> so sad. Fucking idiots. Just measure his, his fingernail clippings. <laughs> Those things were like what, four inches long. Yeah, that's kind of impressive. Like, I get that they're long, but they're also, like, really well kept. Right? You'd... They they look like dog nails. They looked, they were curved, and they, they looked like an yep. animal. And whenever you're playing with them, you hear your wife from the other room, like, we really should get those cut. <laughs> like, well, you fucking call. All right? I, I tried cutting them once. I did the one time. I'm not doing it. Seems like a true story. Yeah, it is. I, once a week, dude. Same for me. <laughs> Like, all right, just walk them longer. All right. I, when we lived in an apartment, I never had to cut their nails because we were walking them on fucking asphalt and shit all the time. Hot asphalt. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we did it. Three episodes. Garrett, Amazing. DK, thanks for fucking weathering the storm. Oh, man. I was happy to I do it. I don't know if I could have enjoyed it more. Well, you're a couple of tiki drinks, maybe was was all mm-hmm. I was missing. Yeah, Should have yeah. planned ahead. That's on you. Now, it is on if me. if we would have had your boy in the in one of these episodes, DK, would that have made it five percent better? You know, like I feel like that about Trelawney. Like if Trelawney is in one of these, that would have been a little bit uh, better. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Like maybe cut down the montage of people working out on the beach, and just have McNee like just walking by. Mm-hmm. Anything. You can't keep that wild wolf boy to, here. Yeah, they try to keep him at the hotel. Yeah, oh, now we're rewriting the whole thing. But yes, just pissing oh, all perfect. over the place. <laughs> I try to think of where a wrestler should fit into every episode. Like obviously they wanted Piper for the freaking Scottish guy, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, this this one was Rick Rude should have been the mustache guy, the hitman. Cause he even had the mustache. I kind of like the hitman, by the way. I didn't say that, but I kind of did too. I love that she's like, "Do you understand what I'm saying?" And he's just like, "No." But I, but yeah, I don't do what care. I'm paid yeah. for. <laughs> Money talks, bullshit walks. DK, uh, you blessed us with the theme music for these these box set episodes. Uh, I'm so happy to A giant thank you for that. Yeah. Um, Does it make you feel good, and I hope this comes off as a compliment, when you listen to the scores of this show, do you go, yeah, I'm fucking amazing? Because, (laughs) uh, not to say that the music in this is bad, but it's obvious, like, cheaper synth sort of you know it's it's the I, tones I of the 90s but i have a soft spot for that cheap synth it's kind of like my brand yeah so uh i thought in particular the synth in 
I think it was the last episode. There was one piece that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, but it, it's, you know, it's like throwaway score. I, it, it, whatever. It serves its function. There's nothing really wrong with it. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't uh, have any contempt for this music. It's fine. And I appreciate that they keep it synthy, that they don't try to do yeah. the fake orchestral synth, you know, which was yep. so common. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, it has to be synth. Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, uh, where can people find you? Nerds, geeks, please. Uh, uh, a pimp. Uh, the best place would just, I know it sucks, but the Twitter is where I have everything for now before I figure that out. So just at dcreft on Twitter, D-K-R-E-F-F-T. That's where you'll find, like, I'll post things. I'll figure something better out soon. Uh, but for now, let's just leave it there. All right. Garrett, again, thank you for hooking us up, for coming on. Oh, yeah. We, oh, I, I think I speak for the other two. We'd love to have you back maybe for a proper 5DR episode. It doesn't have to be wrestling-themed. Maybe, maybe. Sure. Okay. But I like other stuff. Maybe the fun can be what's the most uh, non-wrestling <laughs> movie we can think of and you still come in and berate us with with wrestling input uh it'd be a fun game would, All right. would be thanks fun. dude All right. oh yeah cron right. you want to tell the people uh what's coming up uh well i guess we've got uh a two-day or not a two-day a five-star banger coming up we've got a mm-hmm. review coming up uh and then we got a break coming up so <laughs> Don't look for us in July. We won't be here. <laughs> but yeah, Thank you, uh, two day or damn, I keep saying that five yeah, star it's... banger is um, L.A. Confidential as picked by Bones. And the review is, uh, I don't know, just the review where we change up the list and all learn to hate each other a little bit more. Yeah, that's, that's where the strife lives, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Dan, get us out of here. As always, uh, you can find us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Rate and review the show. It helps us out. It helps the show out to bring it to the people where it needs to be. Um, There's another one other thing to say. It'd be splash and burn. Splash and burn. Splash and burn. Oh, they didn't say splash and burn. Oh, should we say it? Yeah, you get to. I didn't know oh, if like, splash we should, and burn. that's a sacred thing that we don't get oh, to do. No, shit. you gotta. You survived this long. <laughs> splash and burn. Splash and burn.